Hey, great friends. What's going on? It is Monday. We got a lot to get to today. Today's going to be a really good show. Um, the content is amazing. I mean, just the storylines as to where we are in the college football world, the NFL world, Major League Baseball, and you know the meetings that are happening. We got a lot to get to. Let me start off, though, by saying to everybody how much I appreciate you being here and how much I appreciate you guys downloading the Prize Picks app, prizepicks.com slash great friends. Or for those of you that are watching right now, you can just use the QR code. It'll take you right there. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. They will match your first deposit 100% up to $100. Okay. This past weekend, I played one yesterday. I played one play um, in the NFL. Joe Flacco to pass for more than 198 and a half yards. I thought that was for sure going to happen. It did. He passed for 240 or something like that. Patrick Mahomes last night, the Sunday night game. I had Patrick Mahomes to pass for 260.5 yards to, to go more. He actually only passed for 210 yards or 218 yards. I'm going to have to do this. 210. So prize picks. I took the L this weekend. I, I acknowledge it. I took the L, okay? But I'm going to come back this week, especially with NBA basketball. So elevate the way you watch sports with prizepicks.com slash great friends. Uh, also want to thank our sponsor, Seven Mile Casino. 7milecasino.com is the website. Again, for those of you watching, you can just click on that QR code. Um, we have not gotten confirmation yet from Captain Troy about our annual holiday cruise around the bay. If we can't get on that boat for the holiday party, I think plan B is going to be what's been plan A twice already, which is 7 Mile Casino. Um, it's a great plan A. It's an even better plan B, meaning if, if they're like, hey, we can't use the boat. You guys are going to have to do something else. We'll go to Seven Mile Casino. No problemo. SevenMileCasino.com. You want to play cards, have great food, nice stiff drink, beautiful view, smoke-free environment, great location, only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. That's Seven Mile Casino, SevenMileCasino.com. Any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, yesterday, I was up at the Rams-Browns game, and one of the biggest Browns fans I know is Brett Weiss from Mushroom Life. And Brett said, hey, dude, he's like, I got to get my my uh, nephew to this game. So I got him tickets. Alex, it was so embarrassing. The visiting team tickets from the Rams, I'm not joking. They are the last row. The, the furthest row from the field is where the visiting team gets tickets. Section 506, row 21, bro. It was embarrassing to have to take somebody and go, yeah, I got you tickets. Last row. But mm. Brett Weiss, but Brett Weiss said to me after the game, he because I didn't hang out with those guys during the game because I wasn't sitting up there. LA Cap. Yeah, right. And so um I said I said to Brett after the game, I'm so sorry about these shitty tickets. He goes, dude, you gave me and my nephew an experience we'll have for the rest of our lives because I took him on the game uh, on the field before the game. You know, oh, so, they, yeah, you can't complain. After so then that, I kind of thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm embarrassed by the shitty tickets. But on the other hand, we were on the field. Brett is so excited about what we've done in 23 and what we're going to do in 24. Go to mushroomlife.com slash great friends. When you buy $50 worth of Mushroom Life products, he'll send you $50 worth of products free. I was bragging about them to people this weekend. They're like, hey, I'm into alternative medications. So a buddy of mine takes a pill to go to sleep. Another buddy takes a pill to kind of relax, chill his mood. You know, all these pharmaceutical pills. I'm like, dude, there's a gummy that is made from natural mushrooms that is not intended to get you high, but is intended to do what you're taking pills for. It's it's a you know plant-based medication. It's all made right here in Carlsbad. 
mushroomlife.com slash great friends. You buy $50 worth of product, Brett's going to send you $50 worth of product. Happy holidays from Mushroom Life. Let's get started. Hey, great friends. What's going on? It is Monday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We come to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. And wow, Monday coming off what was a crazy weekend. And while under normal circumstances, I might be inclined to start with where I was yesterday, Rams versus Browns. Or maybe I would start with the Chargers beating the Patriots in like one of the worst football games you've ever seen if you were watching. Uh, maybe there's other storylines like the 49ers crushing the Eagles yesterday. Lots of NFL stuff to get to for sure. Uh, but I will tell you, Grande and Brown Man, I think the first thing we should talk about here this afternoon is the controversy of college football because to me, it's like the biggest national debate going right now. And, I, and honestly, I've not heard anybody um, tell me anything that would have changed my mind. Um, I've heard a lot of compelling cases as to why Florida State got jobbed and how it's all about the SEC and this is all about money and it's not really about the kids and what they've earned. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, college football sold its soul a long ass time ago. And so... I mean, the one thing I keep hearing about is everybody's so upset for Florida State. Yeah, I understand. I get it. If you're Florida State, you have every reason in the world to be pissed. Because when you think of yourself, when you think of who you are, Florida State people think historically, Florida State's right there with Alabama and Georgia and Texas and, I mean, Michigan. I mean, when you think about some of the all-time legendary historic college football programs, Florida State's in that conversation. So they think of themselves today as being top level. But really, the decision makers and the money people think of Alabama and think of the SEC as top level. And they think of the Big 12 or excuse me, the Big 10 as top level. And you know what that means? It means the ACC is the next level down, just mm -hmm. like the Mountain West is the next level down. And people in the ACC and really specifically at a place like Florida State, oh, they're pissed. But I'll tell you something else, guys. I don't hear anybody making a case for Georgia. Not that I think you should. But if I were Georgia, I'd be pretty pissed too. Because nobody, you're the two-time defending national champions. You've been undefeated. You've got one, whatever, however many games it is in a row. You lose one game, one game, and you're gone. But that just kind of goes to show you what this year is. So for me, fellas, I'm rambling here to get started. The college football situation yesterday, very, very controversial. And has really turned into the big national story. Grande, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Welcome to the life of Group of Five, Florida State. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to get worse, by the way. It's only going to get worse. But you got Big Ten and SEC and everybody else. That's really what it is. So um, <clears throat> unfortunate for Florida State. And honestly, isn't it just kind of feels like, like this is real life for Florida State. You can perform to the best of your ability and be flawless at your job. But at the end of the day, be a group of guys in a room that decide your future. I mean, that's life. <laughs> like that's life for a lot of people in this world, man. You work your ass off. You do everything you got to do. 
you're performing to the best of your abilities. You are perfect at your job. But if there's a dude above you who doesn't believe that you deserve a raise, you ain't getting a raise. And that's really what happened in Florida State. There was a group of people in a room that never saw a field. And they're like, you know what? Nah. Nah. It's it's complete BS, but you guys know how I feel about college football. There's no surprise. I'm not surprised at all. It is the SEC and everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it's been since the college football and since the BCS was the thing. Mm-hmm. So not surprised at all. If anything, I'm surprised it was just so blatantly obvious to everybody now. You know, like, I mean, that's really what came down to it. So not surprised, feel bad for him. But as someone that's a San Diego State fan, I know the feeling. San Diego State basketball has one loss to a very good BYU team. They're still not ranked again. And they were in the national championship last year. There's no respect. I'm used to it. Get used to it. It's the future of college football. All right. All right. Hot start for Grande. And here comes the Brown man. Big Brown, good Monday, good afternoon. Some opening thoughts here. What do you think? This is the equivalent of the nephew getting the job over the super qualified person who's been at the company for 15 years. That's what the equivalent of this is. Now, I'm a little sick today, so I'm playing hurt. Pulled wow. hammy. You know, you know, but I'm wait, here. You, wait, you have a pulled hammy or you're just sick? Pulled hammy. No, I'm sick. I'm okay. just referring to it as a pulled hammy because it's okay, a very recognizable injury by people I wanna, in the sports world. Okay, I just want to understand something, though. You have a pulled hammy. Mm-hmm. It's just a pull. A little mm-hmm. heat, a little stretching, some time off. I might go. work through it in the game. I might re-injure it. I don't know. Grande, if if Browner has a pulled hammy, mm-hmm. what, w- what would you say your injury is today based on your level of sickness? My right ankle's taped up. <laughs> My right ankle's taped up. It's uh, heavily favoring the right ankle today. You know, a la Kenny Pickett. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm right there. Do you need surgery, yeah. a la Kenny Pickett? No, no, no. I'm saying if I, if this show might determine if I need surgery. But, yeah, it's uh, – <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm eligible to play. A la Kenny right, right, But right. if something happens to me in the game, I may not play tomorrow. Doubtful. So, okay. It'll be doubtful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, this yeah. is an interesting thing. You're sick, Alex. Mm-hmm. Browner, you're telling me you're sick. Um, I can tell you guys right now, as of today, I'm not sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this was like a really big week coming up for me because my son is about to graduate college, and he's doing exactly. that on Saturday. And so that means I'm flying to Pittsburgh on Friday, and I'm flying back to San Diego on Monday. And I'm not going to be back in time for the show. So I'm just hopeful that we get through the week now that I hear both no. of you guys. Now that I hear about a pulled hammy and a taped up ankle. Let me let me let me dance on this dance floor of the game. Scott, you said you stole my thunder at the very end, but you stole it. I don't I don't give a damn about Florida State. Georgia won two national titles. Two. Lost one game to the number four team. They were the number one team. How did number six? How did number six? If I if I'm Georgia, I'm I'm fighting somebody in the committee. Florida State, you might be mad. I'm fighting somebody because we would dog walk Texas. Texas ain't got no chance against us. Now, again, this is a business. That's why Texas is in there. But there's no way Georgia should be out of this. I understand people's comments about Florida State. I get it. But your best player got hurt. So it's a it's a beauty pageant, okay? You got a black guy before the pageant, you ain't in it no more. <laughs> Georgia's Georgia literally won two years in a row and lost one game this year, the last game they played. And so now they are totally disqualified. That makes mm-hmm. utterly no sense at all. 
I don't – Georgia would destroy Florida State. They would absolutely destroy Texas. And so it, I'm so glad that this is ending the way that it did. This is what we needed. Mm-hmm. We needed utter chaos to mirror the stupidity of this, this setup since day one. Mm-hmm. It was always meant to leave somebody out. But at this point now, you have – now, don't get me wrong. Michigan, Alabama, that's a granddaddy right there. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's a great Final Four. It's a great that, Final Four. That I want to say. I don't want to see Texas and Washington. Well, Honestly, you, they, you know, they speaking got of, me, they got me thinking about like traveling to Pasadena on New Year's Day. Yeah, that's, well, okay, same, so damn same. Good. I know. Yeah. But, but let me ask you guys a quick question. And we all seem to feel bad for Florida State, and everybody around the country seems to feel bad for Florida State. I would say this: Hey, Florida State, you guys are not James Madison. You know what I'm saying? Like, correct. James Madison got jobs. Not Liberty. They, they they elevated to Division One, and all of a sudden they're not eligible, even though they had a great season for their conference championship game. We feel bad for little James Madison. They're a cute little school that was playing one double A ball, and they elevated up, and they got jobbed by the NCAA. We feel bad for little James Madison. Florida State in football. Again, you think about the all-time legendary name brand programs of college football, Michigan, Mm -hmm. Ohio state, USC, Mm -hmm. Notre Dame, you know, Texas, uh, Florida state's in that group. They call them in college basketball, blue bloods, Mm -hmm. Florida state's in that group. So, so, so they're, they're not like this little teeny tiny guy that we have to feel bad for. You know, they didn't elevate through like TCU a year ago, you know, Florida state's been a football powerhouse practically my whole life. Can I, ask, can I ask y'all a question? Because I saw this on TV earlier, and I and it, and it made me sit up in my chair and go, huh. Because Florida State lacks star power, they don't have somebody who you recognize on the field that's a top 10 NFL draft pick. Or in addition to that, their coach doesn't have the gravitas of a Nick Saban or a Jim Harbaugh. What if... If Deion Sanders was a coach at Florida State, would they still oh, yeah. be out? Oh, no, they'd be so in. That's a great question. That's such a great question. And they'd be so in. If if Deion Sanders led Florida State to an undefeated record, regardless of, who the, regardless of who their quarterback is, they would be in this playoff. But let me ask you this question about Florida State. Question. Do you think Florida State's better than Michigan? No. Do you think they're better than Washington? Uh, right now, right now, with their roster right now, are they better than Washington? They're, they're, no. Okay. And to answer your question, no. Not to get into semantics, no. Okay. Um, are they better than Georgia? No. Is Florida State right now, with their third-string quarterback, are they better than Texas? Maybe. Okay. Well, you see, the thing is, is this. Um, four of the five teams I asked you about, you said, no, they're not better than. Correct. So... I kept hearing this argument yesterday during the the ESPN conversation about all of this when they were announcing the, the final four. Um, is it about what you did during the season or is it about who are the four best teams today? It's about See, money. Okay, but but let's just we know that for sure. Play the game, man. That's Play where the it's game. at. That's Play where it's at. Dude, like Play I I don't even dude. think your question is valid at all, dude. Play I really do for me. I don't think your questions are valid at all mm. because this is all about money. This is all Period. about what TV networks Period. want, what teams. Yeah. This is yeah, all about who's that. going to get us the most eyeballs and the most money. Right. And right. But now, I'll buy all because of, that. of Florida State's quarterback situation, yeah. they determined that 
They're not that good. Listen, see, listen and Florida think, State, on. they might have I, their number one quarterback right now. They might be undefeated right now, and they still might have gotten replaced by Alabama because of everything you just said. I what think, I'm trying to get at is this, though. Where people feel bad for Florida State is, like Booger McFarland yesterday on ESPN, he stood up for Florida State. He's like, dude, you're a player. You go to your school, you're told you win every game, and you're told you have a chance, especially when you're at the ACC top school, not, okay. not when you're Boise State, or not Liberty. when you're San Diego State, not when you're Liberty, okay? Not, not when you're Cincinnati back then. Mm -hmm. You're Florida State. Central Florida. You, you, co you come to – but here's the thing about Florida State, just to make sure we're all clear, um, their strength of schedule this year was like 55th. And um, Alabama's strength of schedule was like fourth or fifth. Yeah, but Alabama, if Auburn knew how to bat a ball down, Alabama wouldn't be in this damn thing. Correct. And Alabama lost by double digits at home to Texas. Texas. Alabama is not Alabama of the years past. They are having a down year. They benched their a quarterback down, too. A, a down year <laughs> turned into 11 and one or 12 and one. 11 straight. And they mm -hmm. and they they had one bad game, which to the to Browner's point, it was game one. Mm -hmm. But Georgia's bad game came in game thirteen. Correct. And, and so that's the, that's the flaw. I'm telling that's you right now, flaw. like like Georgia, nobody's talking about Georgia. But if I were Georgia, I'd be like, wait a second here, hold on a second here. So Alabama gets beat by Texas. Texas is in. We might be able to buy that. But we're the two time defending national champions. We've got this long ass winning streak. And we lose one game and. We're out too, but the thing is, is this, there's just no room there. You can cry about Florida state because they're undefeated. I would get that, but there's just no room for Georgia or for whether it was Florida here's, state or Alabama or Texas for that matter. The money that Florida state, I'm sorry, the money that Texas will generate for travel mm -hmm. for this game dwarfs Florida state's. And that's Texas, what matters. People may that's not know matters. this. People may not know this about Texas. Texas is like the number one um, brand in college football. And when you hear me say that, you go, what are you talking about? In comparison to Notre Dame or Michigan or yeah, Alabama. Alabama? No, Texas actually has, um, when it comes to like merchandise, I guess it is, mm -hmm. merchandising, they're considered the number one brand of college sports. Um, and you may be asking, like, where do you know this from or how do you know this? And I, maybe I should do some research on it. But years ago, years ago, Billy Ray and I were accumulating licenses through NCAA teams. And Texas was the hardest and most expensive to get because they were the biggest and the best. Um, so it's Texas is a Texas brings major bucks behind them. Mm -hmm. And by the way, how about this? Just as a side note, since nobody's really talking about the football part of it. Steve Sarkeesian, the head coach of Texas. First and foremost, my brother, I got nothing but respect for the fact that you wear white pants during the game. Me, I got stomach issues. White pants aren't good for me. You feel yeah, me? Good luck. You know what I'm saying? But um, for a guy who was disgraced, uh, for a guy who you know went through it publicly, you know, alcohol issues, I got to give Steve Sarkeesian a lot of credit, man. He's gone to Texas. I mean, even for somebody to hire him, you know, takes kind of guts, you know, and he's rehabbed no pun intended, his entire career. Amazing story, actually. No one's talking about it. So, One other thing about Florida State, mm. because there's plenty of time to give props to the teams that made it, because games are a month away. Florida State went out of their way to schedule not one, but two SEC teams mm -hmm. this year. Who they, who they, they played Florida. 
They played Florida. That just last week beat them. And I think they played LSU, and, right? And they smashed LSU. Mm-hmm. Smashed LSU. Alabama, Middle Tennessee, Chattanooga. Yeah, they played Texas, but they lost to Texas. So you don't get credit for playing Texas because you lost to Texas at home. Mm-hmm. So what are we giving credit for? What are we giving Alabama credit for? So it doesn't matter who you schedule. If you're the SEC champion, it don't matter. It don't matter. Right. But that you see, and that's what Florida State thought. If you're the ACC champion, it doesn't matter. But here's the problem. Nobody ever thought about the Pac-12 because no Pac-12 teams just weren't in consideration the last few years. They didn't have anybody, really. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of when the last did has Oregon made it to a, a final four like this? Um, but Washington, you can't take anything away from Washington. Washington was a nine-point underdog in a neutral site to a team that they had already beaten at home. And then Washington beat down Oregon. So Washington has the most likely Heisman Trophy winner and has an undefeated season in the final year of the Pac-12 moving into the Big Ten. These four teams are, as of next year, two Big Ten teams and two SEC teams. Because Texas is moving to the SEC and Washington is moving to the Big Ten. Let that sink in for everybody. That it's it really is now. It's the SEC, it's the Big Ten, and then it's everybody else after that. And the ACC, believe me, it bothers me also for Florida State. SEC, ACC, not respected. Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Big 12, Big 12, no respect. Not that they had anybody. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they have Texas this year. But really, it's it's the Big Ten and it's the SEC, and the ACC might as well be the Mountain West. Whoa, whoa, I was looking at the, uh, I mean, really they, I mean, it's kind of not wrong. If you look at the top 13 teams, uh, that are finished ranked one through 13, Mm -hmm. there's one team in those top 13 that is not going to be in the big 10 or sec next year. And that's Florida state. Every other team in the top 13 is either going to be a big 10 school or an sec school. What's Clemson? Clemson way out now, huh? Well, they're not in the top 13 is what he's saying. Top 13 mm-hmm. teams, you got Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, Penn State, Mississippi, Oklahoma, LSU, all SEC or Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's not going to – the only saving grace is that going forward, there is an actual outline of this team makes it, this team doesn't. Top six ranked conference champions. And that's why this whole four-team playoff, there's no rules. That's the like, problem. There's no That's, rules. See, Florida State made an assumption. You win yeah, there were rules. Games, you right. win. Right. Florida State made the assumption win the ACC, win the turn, not the tournament, but win your conference championship game. And Florida State undefeated is automatic. They made an assumption. And there are no rules. And that's why yesterday when I was listening to this entire debate go down, everybody's saying, don't you guys understand? The committee is asking who are the best four teams today? Not who had the best season, not who went undefeated, not whose quarterback is playing or who is on the third string quarterback. It's who's the best team today. Let me tell but you this: if Jim Harbaugh, if Jim Harbaugh were um, were suspended, they they might have not had Michigan at number one. Ooh, I'm not saying you don't want, you don't want that fire. Well, what I'm saying is though they had this discussion. The discussion Correct. is Florida State's on their third string quarterback. So they're not as good today as they were, and that's unfortunate for them. Their but, quarterback, yeah. their top guy, sent out a tweet going, guys, but, I'm sorry. I wish I broke my leg like eight weeks ago so you guys could have seen how good we are. 
I wish that I wish that that saying what you because what you just said that applies more to Georgia than it does Florida State. The statements that you just made just made applies more to Georgia than it does Florida State. The undefeated record is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Georgia is a better team today, today than Texas. Today, and Georgia is better. Yeah, and they they lost in their conference championship game to Alabama by, by three. three points. Yep, by not not some not forty to ten, yeah. not twenty six to twelve. They lost by three points. Yep. three of them. I know. I love. I listen. We all asked for it on Friday. We all wanted chaos. We got chaos. Thank you. Hey, this uh, this segment of Kaplan and Crew is being brought to us by Seven Mile Casino. SevenMileCasino.com. For those of you watching, you can click on the QR code. For those of you listening, go to SevenMileCasino.com. Think about the holidays. Playing blackjack or poker, eating great food at Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, a nice stiff drink, uh, seven minutes south of downtown San Diego in a smoke-free environment. That's Seven Mile Casino. And if you've got any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go from college football to NFL football next. All right, great friends. Hey, what's happening? It is Monday afternoon. This is Kaplan and Crew with Grande and the Brown Man. You know, we started the show today here in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. We started the show talking about the big national debate about college football. And we can jump back into it coming up. But as we kind of are just getting on the air here on Monday, fellas, uh, tell me this. What <clears throat> NFL football game or games top of mind? Because I'll tell you guys, for me, Yesterday, I spent the whole day in SoFi Stadium. Um, I literally got to the stadium probably like 10, 15 in the morning. I wanted to try and beat the traffic in because I was going to a parking lot that I'd never been to before. So I, I parked early. I went and got into the stadium early. And while Lawhead was outside and Brett Weiss was outside and all these Cleveland Brown fans who I was you know, kind of hosting, everybody was still outside going, you coming out to tailgate? I'm like, no, bro, I already went in and I'm staying in. And I spent probably an hour and a half, maybe two hours on the field before the game, which if I were working the game in years past, no big deal. No, I'm working, but I wasn't really working. Uh, but my boy Van Pelt from the Browns, I wanted to kind of hang with him in the pregame. And he and I literally sat on the bench on the Browns bench, watching all the games <coughs> up on, like it was the greatest sports bar ever watching the games on the SoFi stadium jumbotron ahead, you know, above us long before anybody was in the stadium, long before anybody was on the field. So for me, guys, it, been nice. you, it was great. I, I watched the games um, on the Jumbotron at, at SoFi. So I don't I didn't feel like I got like a great grasp of any of the early games. And in the late window, I was obviously there at the Rams Browns game and had quite a day. I'll tell you guys all about it. But I'm curious, um, the games as I was there in the late window, I had the San Francisco Philadelphia game on nearby. So I kind of could keep in touch with it and could see Philadelphia was getting beat down at home. You guys tell me, Alex, I know you were you were hustling yesterday and working. What's the top story of yesterday? Oh, the top story of yesterday? Big Four. Dom. Oh, Big Dom. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Big Dom. Yeah, That's true. That true. I mean, there ain't nothing getting more clicks than Big Dom yesterday, dude. Big, Big Dom, Dom. a legend now. Looking like freaking Big Body Best Action Bronze's little rap group out there being the head security guard, special advisor. I think his official title, I looked it up, was special advisor to the general manager slash head of security. And I was like, what a dope-ass job. That guy's been part of the Eagles organization since 1999. He's been an employee mm. of the Eagles for 25 freaking years. And uh, I, I learned so much about Big Dom. He just released his own clothing line, 
and all of the uh, 100% of the proceeds go to the Eagles Autism Foundation. Um, he, like I Is said, Is Big Dom's look clothing line for big boys? I would assume so. I think the sizes start at 4X, probably. Okay. So, yeah, dude, for me, Big Dom and Brock Purdy winning the MVP. Wow, look at look at Browner. Browner is so desperately. I'm trying, trying to, to get Browner. What his, what his criticism I'm would be trying today? Trying to Purdy. get Browner prepared for the inevitable dog. It's either going to be Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott. I'm telling you right now. I want to get you prepared. I'm not telling you that's who should win. I told you it's Trent Williams is the MVP of the league. That is a fact. But I'm telling you, Browner, it will happen, and I'm trying to prepare you. I'm trying to be a good friend. Uh, a great friend. To me. Oh, by the way, shout out to the great friends I ran into at Lowe's while I was buying a Christmas tree with my kids. Shout out, man. What kind of uh, Christmas tree? It's, Real it's, Christmas it's, tree or fake Christmas yeah, tree? Yeah, no, no, no. Don't do that. Don't disrespect me like that. Real tree for the kids. Why? I don't know. I don't uh, know anything. Wait, hold on. I, I have a question. A, I bought a fake one yesterday, dog. Does that disrespect You don't me? have no kids. You ain't got no kids. Wait, but I have a quick question. How much is a real Christmas tree? This one called uh, at Lowe's, 25% off. If you bought it this weekend, the tree was $75. Got it for $60. You know that, um, so I went to Rachel's house the other day and we started to set up her tree. And she's got real one of these. Fake. It's a fake tree and it's, she's got it like all bagged. And she, I do it every year. I, I undo it and I put it in these bags and I store it in a shed. And every year it's, it's like nine feet tall, you oh, know? God. And it's, and it's a pain in the ass because there's like, on the on part one, there's a uh, a plug, and then on part mm. two, there's a plug to pull again. The lights part already three. in it. The lights are already in it, right? But it's Ooh, this Christmas tree, but this Christmas tree is so old that it, the, none of the lights seem to work. So then we have to wrap it with lights, and she's gotten really frustrated, and she wants to get a new tree. So I said to her this morning, I said, "Why don't we go tonight and let's go buy a real tree for you?" Yeah. I'm going yeah. tonight to buy a real tree. You know what she you know what she told me? Real trees are like nine hundred dollars. Big fella, um, I don't know. I don't know where she buying. Where she? Where she driving up to Alaska? And I don't know. Down herself, I, mean, I know. I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you like? Yeah. Have a personal lumberjack or something? Where she getting? Yeah. she getting the Rockefeller tree up in there, bro? Right. I don't know, man. Nine hundred bucks. I was like, I didn't know that. She go, oh, yeah, they're really expensive. I'm like, nine hundred dollars. I was spending nine hundred dollars on a Christmas tree. Real one that you're throwing in the garbage. Like a seven foot tree is probably like a hundred bucks, dude. A seven foot tree is a hundred and twenty five dollars. They have it at Lowe's, seven to nine feet. For hundred and twenty nine dollars, that's the most expensive tree they have. I don't know what. I don't know where did she pay for texting the freight? Her. I don't know, yeah. man. I'm texting her. What? Uh, she must be. She must be buying like a gold, like a like platinum gold stand what? or something, dude. Like, bruh. Is she gonna use dude, Fiji water to keep this thing you alive? Bruh. I don't know. No, Browner. Oh. It ain't nine hundred dollars. I'll tell you that much. I know not, and I haven't bought a real tree. So Browner, I bought a fake tree last night, and it looks like a Charlie Brown tree. So we're returning it, and we're gonna go get That's a real tree get. today. That's yeah. what you get. All you people oh, box, buying fake trees. Well, the box made it look epic, and I was of like, "Hell it yeah, is. dude! Hell yeah, let's of buy this tree." It's already got the lights in it, you know, and it was half off. I guess I don't know why all the Christmas stuff's half off all of a sudden, but um, I bought it's it early. I put that thing together, you know, I did the thing that Scott did: A, B, C, connected everything. Mm -hmm. Made it all fluffy. And I was like, bro, that's the saddest piece Trump of trash tree. I've ever seen. And we're returning Where'd it. Where'd you buy it? Buy a real tree. Where'd you uh, buy it? Rite Aid. Right oh, Aid. Right Aid. Come on, dog. You got a tree for Rite Aid. Are you bad? Come like on, dog. Right, that's what you, what you get. Yeah, come on. I didn't go there. Three foot tree? No, it was a it was a seven foot tree, dude. That's on, what dog. you get. Right okay, Aid, bro. First of all, first of all, I didn't go there to buy a tree. I already have a fake tree. 
But we're like, yo, this looks badass. Who? It's seven Who is feet we? tall. Who is we? Me and the wife. Who the hell else? Bruh, <laughs> so let me let me read down the list to you. You could have went to Walmart, Target, uh, 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 Home Depot, Lowe's. Hell, you could have went to Ace. Bro, you went to Rite Aid, fam? Like I said, like I said, I didn't <laughs> went to go Aid, to buy a tree. I went to go buy double-A batteries. Pump syrup. To go and that's what you should have bought. You should have bought no damn tree. And we walked by the Christmas stuff, and we're like, y'all, look at this tree. It's tight, dog. You should have kept walking. That's what you yeah. get. You went there right. for batteries and cough syrup. You so, should have got damn batteries and cough syrup. How Try much was it? With a tree. How much was the Rite Aid tree? It was half off, so it was uh -huh. 50 bucks. Okay. All right. So you're gonna pack it up. hundred dollars. You're gonna pack it up. You're gonna it return it to Rite Aid. Off. It's already packed up. It's already ready to go. Okay. Yeah. You're returning it to Rite Aid, and you're getting a real tree. Yeah, we decided okay. a real tree. And where are you gonna get this real tree from? Probably oh, the bro. Target parking lot or something. Yeah, okay. That's true too. All right. Yeah. All right. Go well, I'm, tell, I'm, tell, go I'm telling people, Rachel, man. Low. I'm telling Rachel. I am like, bro. I'm not. No, I've never heard about a nine hundred dollar tree. Listen to me, Scott. Just listen to me. You don't listen to me very often. Listen to this, okay? Just man up, go buy the tree. Mm -hmm. Walk in the house with the tree. Mm -hmm. Hell, uh, one hand strong. Nope, Boom, nope. sit down. Baby, look, I got us a tree. I, I, I honestly was asking, how do you get a real tree back home? Like, I ain't I'm putting it on the top of my car. I, it's not going to fit in the car. Man, how do you do it? You, you tied to the top of your car with the tent. I'm not doing that. They, they, listen, big fella, they'll get somebody to do it for you. They'll get somebody to do it for you. If you ain't got the bandwidth to tie, <laughs> you take some cash with you. Yeah, you know, you you grease some palms. They'll tie it to the top of your car, okay? Because mm -hmm. they put it in a net, dude. It's not gonna be like flopping around. Right. Oh, it's not like you oh. see in the movies. Okay, all right, all right. Come Relax. on, bro. Relax. Come on, bro. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to Thank help you. Thank you, dog. I I appreciate. It. All right, let me get back to football because uh, we'll we'll get off on a Christmas tree Listen, tangent. This okay? was crazy right here. I can't believe this man got a tree from right. They thought it was gonna look good, bro. On, man, I know. Well, the box look great, dog. Do better, bro. What? All right. Yeah, Show me the, the box. Sandwich, the, let the me see the box. Looks, Listen, the sandwich look good too until you actually go to the restaurant and get it. Then you're like, "What the hell is this? This ain't what I saw in the commercial." Let me see the box. You got it. You got it handy. No. All right. No, it's in the car. All right. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> we are determined to get rid of that thing as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was right. embarrassing. All right. This segment of Kaplan and Crew is being brought to us by Prize Picks. Christmas trees. Oh. No, not by Christmas trees. It's being brought to us by Prize Picks. Okay. Um, here's the thing about Prize Picks. This weekend, did you guys play at all? I got I got yeah, I lost again. Gonna, I got killed by someone and I'm gonna unload on them when we get a chance. Okay. Well, here's a good chance. I'll tell you this right now. I'm I'm kind of pissed too. I had Joe Flacco yesterday for the Browns to pass for more than 198 and a half yards. I'm thinking to myself, no problem. Like if, if Dorian Thompson Robinson was passing for 180, I mean, they got a real professional passer. Now I'm thinking Joe Flacco is going to pass for over 200 yards. So that was an easy one. I won that one, but Patrick Mahomes last night against green Bay, I had Patrick Mahomes to pass for over 260.5 yards and he passed for like 210. Something's wrong with the Chiefs offense. It's taken me this long to come around Matt to believing Nagy. it. You know, well, and it might be. Maybe it is Matt Nagy. I mean, there are certain coaches that, listen, we talked about last week. Kellen Moore left the Cowboys, and Dak Prescott is a real MVP candidate. Kellen Moore came to the Chargers, and Justin Herbert has regressed. Matt Nagy was the head coach of the of the Bears, and Justin, uh, your, your boy Justin Fields was nothing, you know? And, and he now leaves, and he goes to Kansas City, which is kind of going home to work for Andy Reid, and, and Eric Bieniemy leaves, and look what's happened to the Kansas City offense. And, yes, there's been mm -hmm. personnel issues. So, look, I won the Joe Flacco play 
I lost the Patrick Mahomes play and my $20 play, which was going to make me 60 bucks. I blew it up. I lost it. So I got to think about tonight's Monday night football game and make a decision. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. That's the website. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Sorry, Brian, I didn't mean to interrupt. But if you're, if you're watching, take a look at the uh, QR code and uh, click on that. They'll match your first deposit 100% up to 100 bucks. Brown, what were you saying? I told y'all I had a I had a bunch of specials pick. Michael Penix and, and Tua more than five seventy seven. Quinn Ewers who passed for almost five hundred yards and CJ Stroud for five more than five thirty five. They had seven twenty six. Mm-hmm. I had Jalen Monroe and Jalen Hurst. Jalen Monroe's the Alabama quarterback. Mm-hmm. More than four sixty. They had four ninety. But you know what? Bo Nix and Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Let me talk to you, bro. You better never call. So I'm not betting on you again. Okay. You are now in the no list. You own mm. the no list. The fact that you couldn't pass for anything, anything, bro. Bo Nix did what he was going to do. He did his job. But here I am looking at you. You give me six points. You playing the you Oregon quarterbacks, huh? You playing the Oregon yeah. quarterbacks together. I like it. Yeah, Smart, man. You creative. give me six points? Six, mm. bro? Mm. No passing yards? The New England's terrible, bro. They terrible. Somehow you was worse yesterday. I just Somehow I heard it was worse. I heard a stat earlier this morning, something like the the Patriots are the first team in NFL history to lose three straight games where they gave up less than ten points. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow, Alex, what, what, did you, what did you what did you what did you do on Prize Picks this weekend that you said you lost? Uh, Kelsey touchdown. Okay, would you have it together with? I can't remember, but I remember Kelsey was my lock. And I told oh. people don't listen to me, and I hope they didn't. But you're, you're yeah, right. it's been bad, dude. I'm bankrupt. Yeah, I gave like you in Monopoly, up. like yeah. in Monopoly. Mm-hmm. I'd have to be selling my houses, my hotels, my properties. I'm auctioning off the railroads right now. It is brutal on my price wow. picks account. I'm getting that's unfortunate. Torched. That's too mm-hmm. bad. That is too mm-hmm. bad. Well, this is not exactly a ringing endorsement for how fun it is to win. It's very fun. fun. I'm having fun. Right. right. It's just the problem I'm... is I got I took the L this weekend. You don't win every time. No, That's you don't. Point of it. Here's what happened. I started with $100. They gave me $100. I took my account up to like, I don't know, 300 whatever it is. Now my account's at like 200 So I've only put in $100 so far. Nice. You guys seem to have reloaded your account. Is that right? I I had, I only started with 50 They gave me 50 I got down to like 10 bucks, And then I did a, a 10 bucks like six-person one. Nailed that thing. And then I've been kind of rolling off that ever since. So I only got one refill. That that ten uh, for the six turns into two hundred and fifty bucks for you. I've been rolling ever since. That's what I've been sitting nice. on. House been money, rolling. right on. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. For those of you that have already played uh, are already in, go for Man. it. Awesome. Really appreciate you guys supporting. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. And for those of you who haven't started playing yet, it will change the way you watch sports. I promise you that. Because last night I didn't care about that game not one bit. All I cared mm-hmm. about was whether or not Patrick Mahomes was going to win for me, and he lost for me. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. There's a meme in Spanish of uh, this guy who's like getting arrested. I think it's like a former politician in Mexico mm-hmm. getting arrested. And there's a bunch of like federally like looking cops arresting him. Mm-hmm. And then he starts yelling, you know, I'm scared. I'm scared. But in Spanish, mm-hmm. and he just like looks terrified. Right. And all these news cameras are on him. He's like, I'm scared. I'm scared. That's how I feel right now about Jordan Love, man. That's how I feel about Jordan Love right now. I told Brown earlier in the early in the season, I was like, I'm not discounting Jordan Love quite yet. It's too yeah, soon. Right. And that's why you don't give up on guys too early. Yeah, too early. But Zach Wilson's not too early, dude. 
Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like okay, Jordan Love. But, but, but listen, like what's or Kenny name? Pickett. Well, well, hey, Kenny Pickett, I'm not giving up on Kenny Pickett yet. No way. Now yeah. that they've changed offensive coordinators. Now, look, he got hurt yesterday. But once they change offensive coordinator, I'm not giving up on Kenny Pickett. No way, man. Uh, listen, that's like Justin Fields. I'm like, a lot of people think that like the Bears, don't the Bears have the number one pick in the draft this upcoming year? The, because at, at, right now, the number one and the number five pick. Okay, so listen, here's the thing. Uh, people are already starting to have this conversation. Should they be taking Caleb Williams, the quarterback from USC? And I'm thinking to myself, no, no, I way. don't really want to give up on, on Justin Fields yet. But this coach, I mean, th they got to get the right coach for the you, right you player. Don't, you don't take Caleb Williams because Caleb Williams' deficiencies. He's a great college quarterback. His deficiencies are the exact same deficiencies as Justin Fields, but he's smaller and slower. He leads college football in fumbles. Justin Fields' number one problem is he fumbles. Like you would be trading a smaller for a smaller, slower version of him. Is like it, number one problem. Well, I mean, <laughs> my point is, my, my my here's my point. Certain, <laughs> I, look, nobody thought Brock Purdy would ever make it in the NFL, let alone Facts. be this good. But he's Facts. got the right coach and the right system. Justin yeah, yeah. Uh, Fields doesn't have the right coach and the right system, in my opinion. I don't want to give up on that guy, but there's going to be a lot of pressure. Um, maybe to take Caleb Williams or maybe to start over at quarterback. But Alex, I'm with like, you. I'm I'm not giving the, up on, on Jordan Love. No way, man. That guy I made think, plays last night that I'm like, I didn't know he had that in his bag. Looking at a team in the Packers that is essentially what they're doing is they're reloading with young talent on yep. offense. Yeah. You know, they don't have they didn't give Jordan Love the benefit of getting a veteran top end wide receiver. What they did was get him a bunch of young guys that are in theory you know, they have their guys. They have Christian Watson, deep guy. They got Reed. They got all these Dobbs. They got all these dudes. Running backs. They're all young. Hurt. Aaron Jones can't stay healthy. A.J. Dillon's not the guy. They don't really Correct. have a top, top tight end. And yet, because they're a very well-coached team, Matt LaFleur, by the way, undefeated in December as a head coach of the Packers, he's developing a team, a team that was struggling in the beginning, a team that now seems to have hit their stride, a team that whose defense is all of a sudden is playing well, too. And you're looking at Jordan Love making plays like, yeah, he's chucking the ball up a la Mahomes, too. But Ooh. but that Dude, the balls are getting there. And he the threw some mini body balls. He threw some mini body balls. Either one of y'all can catch this. He, My guy's no, just taller than yours. His, yeah, and his guys made plays for him. But I'll tell you, you know, okay. everything you just said about the Packers, Alex, I could tell you the same thing about the Rams. Now, it's a different roster because you have the veteran Super Bowl champion, 38-year-old or 36-year-old, Matthew Stafford. And when Matthew Stafford is healthy, he was like Philip Rivers. He gives you a chance to win every game. He also may lose a bunch of games at the end. But Matthew Stafford and the Rams, because they're well coached, mm -hmm. because they've got a lot of young talent combined with some veteran guys. I mean, Cooper Cup, what, what has become of Puka Nakua is amazing because not only did he do something no, yesterday not. I've not seen, that no, guy, not. it's not that amazing? No, it's not. Because he's a system player. We've seen this before. Right. But here's what we haven't seen. Puka Nakua yesterday made a catch going across the middle and then showed some afterburners and outraced everybody to the end zone. And Puka Nakua is now carrying the ball, running on reverses, and he's making big plays in the run game too. So listen, you may, be, you may call this all system stuff, and maybe Brock Purdy's a system quarterback. Maybe he is. But who but cares? They still got to do it. But who they cares? still got to do it. Right. You know like, why saying? is that an insult? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Y'all just say I was right about the system, dog. That's all.
That's all. Whoever you put in that position, if they have the skill set for that particular offense, it looks like that. He should be Pukunukua. Did you watch him at BYU ever? Bro, I didn't even know who he was. Me neither. Me neither. So so for them as a scouting department to think their skill, this guy's skill set might work for us as a fifth round pick, nobody, I promise you. Not the head coach, not the general manager, not even the player could have projected this sort of success for Puka Nakua. Nobody. How did Puka do without Matt Stafford? He did nothing. Like, let, well, uh, I, I understand he can't, he can't throw it and catch it, bro. What's, what are we doing? What you about to well, do? That's, with this? that's what, what I'm about to tell you is that the quarterback matters more than anything. The quarterback is. You could talk about the system. Well, that's the sport. The that's the sport. Right. Yeah. Right. Thanks. So I'm going to give credit to Cooper Cup because he still has to go and do it. I'll give Puka, Puka credit because you still got to go out and do it. I give pr- credit to Brock Purdy because you still got to go out and do it, dude. Stop it now. No, 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 no. I can't let you do that because Mr. Trent Williams MVP. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. When but you he's still going out and doing it with Trent for, Williams, that doesn't for, diminish for the fact that right, he's still me. doing it with Trent Williams. For me. I saw Brock Purdy without all with, without the best roster in football, and mm-hmm. he looked like Mr. Irrelevant. So you can't tell me that the 49ers scouted him and knew that he would fit this no, system because he not. was the last pick. Of course. So Z- sometimes you get the lucky. They got well, lucky, and they lucked into that one. Of course. Sure. Sometimes would, you would, get lucky. And, and they were. They were lucky. There's no doubt. Was, would Zach Wilson play for the 49ers and do what, what Brock Purdy's doing? Yes. I'm not so sure. I, I, I do. I believe he would. And I, and I believed in Zach Wilson. Um, I, I believe Zach Wilson could do exactly what Brock Purdy is doing, let, but throw the ball yeah. further. It's pretty fascinating, yeah. though. Like we talk I about, I know we're so. talking about like a million different things right now, mm-hmm. but like the, the the Sean McVay coaching tree looking pretty fruitful right Ooh. now. Yeah. Because Kevin O'Connell, whatever I just said about Matt Lafleur, I say about Kevin O'Connell, and, and Kevin O'Connell's you, doing it without an established quarterback now. Yeah, that's before yeah. you get to Miami. Uh, that he's from Kyle Shanahan. So. Yeah, he's not from the. He's oh. not from. My yeah. bad, y'all. My bad. My bad. Hey, My bad. we're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, so we've gone from college football and the controversy to like general NFL thoughts about yesterday. Can someone tell me what happened with the Chargers yesterday? Let's get to that story <laughs> coming up. Hey, great friends! As we hit the uh, halftime here, a little mid roll. I do want to say once again. Thank you to everybody who has downloaded this prize picks app because I'm telling you right now, we talk about this stuff, you and me, right? This is from a big agency, right? And if we do well with prize picks, they're going to keep on coming back to us. They're going to keep on feeding us business. And that's why we are just pushing because we want you guys to have fun, but we want you guys to download the app. So use the QR code and use our website, prizepicks.com slash great friends, prizepicks.com slash great friends. You put in a hundred dollars, they'll put in a hundred dollars. You put in 50, they'll put in 50. They'll match your first deposit hundred percent up to a hundred dollars. I took the L this weekend. I acknowledge it. I took the L Flacco wins for me. Mahomes loses for me. And that hurt. That really hurt. Cause I thought Patrick Mahomes would easily pass for over 260 yards last night against the Packers, but I'll make it back this week. I will make it back playing NBA basketball. Maybe I'll even play the Monday night football game. Maybe I will do that. All right. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Hey, big shout out to my guy, Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty Services, 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. You want to buy a house. Of course, everybody wants to buy a house, but you think to yourself, I can never possibly afford it. That's not necessarily true. There are so many programs where you don't need that much money down. And there are so many communities that are more affordable. It's a little bit of a schlep. 
You may have to do a little bit more driving. You may have to do the, 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 the math to see if the gas is worth and the time is worth moving to where you can own a house, but maybe it is. And so talk to Gary, 858-376-1299 or use that QR code to go to his website. And let me just mention our friends at Tory Holistics and California Holistics. And here's why. If you have friends who like weed, this is the best Christmas gift you can get them. Okay. Don't think to yourself, what can I possibly get him or her? Do they like weed or do they not like weed? If they like weed, it's easy. If they don't like weed, you're going to have to use your brain a little bit more. Maybe you need some weed to use your brain more to figure out gift ideas. Tory Holistics, California Holistics, our promo code is the word amazing. You save 20%. So if you're in store, go ahead, use the word amazing. If you're not and you want it for delivery, you can use it at checkout. 20% savings at Tory Holistics and California Holistics. And if you go in and you've never been in and you're kind of like uptight about it and you're thinking to yourself, I don't want to ask questions. I don't want to sound stupid. This is not a cheesesteak shop in Philadelphia where they're yelling at you whether or not you want whiz. Everybody's friendly. Everybody's happy. Everybody wants to help you. Tory Holistics, California Holistics. Our promo code is amazing. Let's get back to the second half of the show. Hey, great friends. What's going on? For all of you that are watching on our Cox exclusive halftime report, we're being brought to you by Prize Picks, prizepicks.com slash great friends. You deposit a hundred bucks, they'll deposit a hundred bucks. Your first time, they'll match your first deposit a hundred percent. You put in a hundred, they'll put in a hundred. You put in 50, they'll put in 50. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. And for those of you that are all sitting here watching, just use your phone and you can use the QR code right there. So, fellas, um, one thing we didn't get a chance to get into today on the radio that I always like to save stuff for here for the exclusive. Um, can I do some show and tell? On uh, on yesterday's Browns versus Rams game that I was at, please show and tell. Okay, Both. I will show and I will tell. Alex, mm -hmm. I sent you pictures and a bunch of videos. Why don't you just put stuff up and I'll start kind of telling away. No, no organization needed. Yeah, you I got no organization anyways. So okay, all right. This, okay, let me tell you what this picture is. I was so embarrassed. Um, I asked my buddy Alex, who's the offensive coordinator of the Browns to get me tickets. He got me tickets. No problem. You know, he has to buy them. He literally has to buy the tickets and they deduct it from his paycheck. So the Rams, this is what they give the opposing team for tickets. I swear to you, I swear section 506 mm -hmm. row 21. When you talk about the nosebleeds or the cheap seats, these are the last row of tickets. You see that kid right there in that Amari uh, Cooper Jersey, the kid number two right there. That's my boy, Brett Weiss's uh, nephew, the last row, dude. Let I me ask like, you a question. Yeah. And I don't want to call your boy out. I don't, you know, but does he have options? No options. It's, it's as simple as I need these tickets. The Browns say to the Rams, this is the number of tickets we need. And that's how it goes down. It's not like, Hey, he's the offensive coordinator. Get him 50 yard lines. They're the, the cheapest seats, the furthest from the field. And I'll tell you right now, the field is down below. So you're yeah. not like up real high, but it makes it look like you're, dude, it's like, I, I mean, I'm not like afraid of heights, but it's, it's not an easy place to watch a game from. Not even because you, I mean, you can't even see the game. So that's why you went. That's why I left. Field. That's why I left. Uh, this is pregame. This is all pregame. Um, I'm sitting there and there's my buddy, Alex. You see the guy in there in the orange Jersey, that's Kevin Stefanski. And then the guy next to him is my buddy, Alex. And I saw Stefanski in the gym that morning working out hard. I was in there kind of doing my yeah. thing. Okay. Where were you staying? The Beverly Hilton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, keep going. Flex. 
keep going. Um, now I'm in the 710 suite and the guy on my right, who knows who the guy on my right is? Browner, you have any idea who the guy on my right is? Simon Cowell. Not it's Simon uh, Cowell. It's a Jim Harbaugh 20 years from now. No, it's Bernie Kosar. Yeah, I guess it could be Jim Harbaugh 20 years from now. Uh, but Bernie's like 60 and Jim's probably close to the same age. Bernie Kosar, the former uh, Browns quarterback, came into the suite to hang out. He's an interesting character, man. Tell you what, Bernie. He's the guy in the velvet suit over here. That guy lives in OB. His name is Sean Loomer. And Sean is, uh, I mean, he's connected to the football Lennon? world. Like, what's happening here with this with, with dude, this whole outfit? Dude, I don't know, but comfy. I liked it, man. It, it was comfy it, as it hell. It looked dude. like what, what the king was wearing. In yeah. fact, not only that, you know, um, keep going on these pictures because I'll show you. Okay, so this is the view from the suite that, that I was in, which was great, by the way. Uh, really great. I crashed. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Keep giving me some pictures. And Okay, there's more like pregame. Okay, pregame. My boy Chris Rose. Is. Chris, yeah. Chris Rose is the man. And I didn't no, no. know this, but Chris Rose was doing the radio play-by-play -play for the Browns because their radio play-by-play -play guy has, has uh, I think, leukemia. And so they've been no. using fill-ins. And Chris, you know, when they travel on the road, they're like, hey, we're going to be in L.A. Chris Rose is there. He can do the games because he's a huge cool. Cleveland Browns fan. So I, I got to spend some time with Chris Rose, who definitely wants to come back on the show, by the way. Keep going. Uh, I was taking some shots of Joe Flacco because I'm like, I can't believe this guy, 38 years old. Hasn't played in like a year and change, and he's coming back and he's starting right away. I mean, it's pretty impressive performance, I got to tell you. Uh, keep rolling. Okay, Kevin Demoff, the CEO of the uh, Rams, who here's an interesting tidbit for everybody. I said to Kevin Demoff, I go, yo, um, what's the deal with the arena in San Diego that, you know, Kroenke's the ownership of, build. That, that Stan Kroenke's going to build? He said, dude, I was just down there. He goes, we're full steam ahead. So I'll just say this, um, based on what Kevin Demoff, the CEO of the Rams, told me, the arena where where currently, where the San Diego Sports Arena sits, there's been talk of, a lot of talk, of Stan Kroenke coming in to develop a like world-class arena. And if Stan Kroenke touches something, dude, he builds a $5 billion stadium. Mm -hmm. And according to Kevin, they are full steam ahead on building an arena in San Diego. Stan you know, Kroenke was so smart. Budget. He doesn't mind going over budget. He was so smart to move the Rams into LA and to say, you know what? San Diego's kind of like St. Louis doesn't have a football team anymore. Let's reach out to those people. And Stan Kroenke sees, you know, sees business in San Diego, especially in mm -hmm. sports and entertainment. So that's good news. All right. Keep, okay. Chris Rose with Maurice Jones drew. I was telling these two guys yesterday. I'm like, fellas, when we were growing up, Tom Jackson and Chris Berman were the best on Sunday night doing the highlights from all the NFL games. And I was complimenting these guys. You guys are now the best. I don't know who, you know, listen, Scott Van Pelt on Sunday night. Nobody touches what Chris Rose and Maurice Jones drew does on the NFL network. They're great together. I don't know if you guys agree. Hey man, listen, I almost, I thought he was on uncensored. I almost said something X-rated, bro. Uh, tell Mojo, bro. I know you, I know you had large legs during your playing career. You got a couple extra dollars. You can get some, you, you can get some looser pants, bro. I, I can see who you calling on your phone, fam. What's happening here? Gosh, man, you're rough on people. Uh, this is pregame. I mean, this is long before the game is starting. This is probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. And I'm sitting there on the bench with my buddy Alex, who is just, he has gone from the hotel to the, he got on the team bus. He went to the stadium and now he's got a lot of time to kill. And so he and I were sitting there uh, watching games up on the Jumbotron at SoFi Stadium. Just people were coming let me by. Ask you, let me ask you a question. How yeah. handy was your bag? How handy did your bag come in? Dude, I love that bag. 
Thank you. I love Thank that bag. You. I know no everybody stand. ridicules me for my bag. No stand. But that bag is so comfortable. And by the way, I know people are ridiculing me for wearing Skechers in this picture. Um, they are the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn. Okay. Whoa. Who's that, whoa. Who's that Browner? Who's that, who's that fine-looking young fella right there? Shout out to the money. Who that? That's the money right there. That's Deshaun Watson, fool. Deshaun Watson. Um, my boy Alex calls me over. He goes, you got to come meet Deshaun. I've been telling him about you. I'm like, what are you telling him about me? They were laughing at me because um, Saturday night, Alex wanted to go to Javier's, the uh, Mexican restaurant oh, in yeah. the $50 Century Taco. What's that, Alex? $50 a taco. Century City Mall. It used to be where the Houston's was, but there's the same thing at, at UTC Mall, Javier's. So yeah. Alex wants to go to Javier's. He looked on whatever open table, whatever. He couldn't find a, a reservation. He goes, can you call and get us in? I go, of course. So, you know, I, you? I, yeah, I mean, come on. I'm LA cap, baby. Come on, dog. So I call, I call Javier's, I get us a reservation. And, um, and so I guess Alex is telling Deshaun that I like to do this call ahead thing where I call and act like I'm a big deal. And then they're like, oh, sure. We can accommodate Mr. Kaplan. No problem. And so Deshaun apparently found that to be very funny. Alex said, come here and meet him. And he's wearing this outfit, dude. I don't know what he's wearing, but he's also wearing some pajamas like LeBron and bro. I told him, I go, man, I will rock that. I'll rock that whole thing. Necklaces, bracelets, the pajamas you're wearing. I rock that whole thing, dog. So unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to get that from that him. necklace is too real. That necklace is, it, is me, probably a house. That's probably a house that. on his neck. Let, let me see what he's wearing. I, I don't know exactly what he was wearing, but I, I checked him out and I was like, man, this kid, Deshaun Watson, he's all in a sling and stuff. But man, he's a good looking rascal. I'll tell you that right now. He, mm -hmm. that guy could be a model. You know, that's, that's, that's all real right there. That's all real around that neck, bro. That's probably a house. Yeah. Anything else, Alex? Any other pictures? Did you go through my whole nope. show? That's it. That's it. That's it. There you go. There's my my day at SoFi Stadium yesterday where yeah. not working the game, not working the sidelines of the game, but just kind of being there oh, like you were a, working the game, yeah, working, working. He it. was working. All right. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's working it. So fun. let me ask you one final question. Mm. You had uh, eight people going with you to the game. I think mm -hmm. you asked for eight field passes, but the chances were you weren't going to get eight. who got left out. Everybody. So um, my plan was for Lawhead and his uh, buddies who were celebrating a 50th birthday. I planned on surprising them and bringing them to the field of the eight field passes I asked for. I only got two. And I have my buddy, uh, Tony Pastillo, who is um, who's works for Hilton and his son, Anthony, um, never been to an NFL game before. And he's like, dude, if I get him down on the field, I was I felt so terrible. I felt so horrible that I couldn't get these guys down. But Brett Weiss and his nephew, uh, Rocket, they came down to the field. And Brett's been a great sponsor for us. You know, Brett has been mm -hmm. a great business partner for our show. So I had to put my money or my mouth where my money and whatever. So Brett Brett was the one. That, and Rachel, who was supposed to come with me, she bailed on me. I say bailed on me. She had other things to do that were much more important. And, um, and so it just kind of made things a little bit easier. So there you All go. Right. Hey, uh, this exclusive is being brought to us by PrizePix. PrizePix.com slash great friends. Hit that QR code. More to get to. Stick around, everybody. All right, great friends. Hey, what's going on? It is Monday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We are in the Seven Mile Casino studio, sevenmilecasino.com. So I want to talk about what happened with the Chargers yesterday. I want to talk about my experience at the Rams-Browns game over the weekend, um, and a lot of other NFL stuff that we want to get to. We started with college football, kind of got into some general NFL. And I'll tell you one other thing I want to talk about before we get out of here today. I saw on, was it Saturday night 
Yeah, I think it was Saturday night. The Lakers were playing the Rockets and the Rockets coach. What's the guy's name who used to be the coach of Boston? Ime Udoka. Yeah, mm -hmm. dude, him and LeBron, him and LeBron were getting into it. And Udoka was like, well, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, you're not going to do <laughs> right. anything. Right. Like, so, so and, and that to me, I thought was super interesting because I was like, yeah, LeBron, you're not going to do anything because if you punch this coach in his face, it will be like the most disgraceful thing of your career. And two, LeBron to get worked by Ime Udoka. Oh, really? Stop it. Bruh, there's some Ime Udoka was one of them. He would he would have whooped Draymond Green. He wanted those kind of dudes. He uh, wanted them dudes that you don't mess with. Okay. And so well, it, I'll talk I, about found this later. It, I found it funny that that was the guy who he wanted to, you know, jaw with. Yeah, I'll talk. We'll get into this a little bit later on. We were we were getting into some football stuff. You guys so, watch a lot of preseason basketball. <laughs> Listen, I will not acknowledge if you keep saying that. It's December. You kept saying yeah. December. It's December. No. Christmas yeah, Day is, is NBA opening night. All right, well, I'll see you then. I'll, I'll have all the information little, ready for you. you I'll make you little, a packet. I'll make you, you a packet. Please, yeah. prepare us I'm for watching. the season. I'm watching hey, tomorrow this, night. Yeah, what is this the, What is this child's the, tournament that's the, happening? No, it's, listen, man, I like this. I think it's kind of cool. Like, liked it. I don't like it, but people have liked it. I mean, tomorrow, I, I really, all I know is when they play. I'm like, I don't know which game's in tournament, which game's not, uh, in, until I see the floor. Or to tell you. Yeah. No, then, then I see the floor. But I, I'm yeah, uh, like, I'm going to go to the game tomorrow night. The Lakers play the Suns tomorrow night in what is, I guess, the semifinal. Yeah. Whoever wins goes to the comp the in-season tournament, tournament championship. And winners win 500 grand. Now, listen, if I were a player, I'd like, hey, 500 grand, 500,000 of extra money. I'll take that. I'd, I'd put in effort to win that. Nothing to shake a stick at. I don't care how much money you got. All right. So we'll talk, we'll talk about that coming up. But let me let me go back to the Chargers here. So, okay, I was telling you the story earlier that I was watching the Rams Browns pregame. And I mean, this is long before anybody's in the stadium, and all the jumbotrons on the top of SoFi Stadium have all the games on. So I'm watching the games on a jumbotron, which was kind of cool. It's kind of fun, but I wasn't able to like watch the game as intently as I might if I were at home or if I were in a sports bar. I got to the end of the Chargers. It was 6 nothing, And I thought to myself, oh, this is perfect. Because I was starting to get notes from, from listeners. They were saying, oh, get ready. It's coming. If you're up 6 nothing to the completely inept New England Patriots, offensively inept New England Patriots, they're going to win. They're going to score a touchdown. They're going to kick a PAT, and they're going to win this game 7-6. Just get ready, Charger fans. That's what people were saying to me. Didn't happen. Chargers held on. I didn't get to see a whole lot of the game. Alex, I know you were you were watching all of them yesterday from the headquarters over at uh, Six Score. So you tell me, what would you see out of the Chargers yesterday? Because, man, a 6 nothing. NFL football game? What 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 is it? San Diego State football? My God. Okay, didn't need to go there. But okay, um, sorry. Was that too much? Did I, did yeah, I didn't did need I, to go really, there at all? Because I got I got a guy. I remember last week on the air, I asked the question of when San Diego State was hiring their new coach. And the night before the press conference, they had the private jet and the plane, uh, the, mm -hmm. the the stairs were opening. So then San Diego State since released the video of uh the coach and his family coming off the plane and saying hello to everybody. And this one guy sent me this message on Twitter. He's like, you happy now, jerk off? You know, because I questioned, <laughs> I questioned whether or not it was like, you know, just for social media or if they really flew him in on a private jet. Like, I did question it, you know. 
And it's a, it's a decent question, I think. I don't, well, they can't borrow. They can't borrow the Qualcomm jet. Uh, you think Qualcomm? Qualcomm never got it. They can borrow the Qualcomm jet. Go scoop them up from Colorado, bro. I don't know, man. So anyway, uh, so okay, maybe I didn't need <laughs> to go off. there. Six nothing, and it didn't need to be a San Diego State game. All right, Alex, tell me, yeah. tell me what you're taking away. Since I was watching it on a jumbotron, what are we taking away from the Chargers <laughs> win yesterday at the New England Patriots? As the objective observer, mm-hmm. okay, what I saw yesterday was a team in New England. That is executing the tank job to perfection. Like it is immaculate what they are doing. They are in every game. Mm -hmm. Their defense is pretty good. Mm -hmm. But their quarterback is so inept at quarterbacking (laughs) that they can't do anything if they tried. And then the cherry on top of this magnificent tank Sunday, Ramondre Stevenson. Probably their best player on offense gets hurt in the first play of the game or second play of the game, they're whatever, and he fumbles at the same time. So not only is he out, one. but Two he just one. gave them the ball, dude. I went back and I needed to confirm this. I noticed yesterday no team has gone close to the red zone, like literally. I don't think this game, I haven't not seen the Patriots logo on the midfield, in the shot, in every game. Like, they are in midfield every game, like the whole game, or on their own end, you know? There was zero, zero, zero. You guys hear me? Zero. You say zero? Zero. None. Mm-hmm. There was not a single play ran in either red zone. So if you watch the game on red zone, you didn't know it was a game. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know they play. Right, right. Yeah. If you were watching Red Zone yesterday, you're like, come on, get me to the Chargers Patriots. Yeah. I need to see what's going on. Sorry, guys. They never made it to the Red Zone. What's the saddest part of this whole situation that happened in New England yesterday is that you have a team that is actually trying to win a ballgame. Like, they're actually trying. Trying to, hard. To, to, to play and to win a game. And I'm not telling you the Patriots aren't trying. They just physically can't. Like, it's just that simple. They just don't have the talent. They got the, they're throwing Devontae Parker out there, dude. Devontae Parker? Devontae Parker? Hunter Henry? That's who we're talking about on the Patriots right now? I don't know my voice is ridiculously high right now. It's doing crazy. things right now. But it's doing things. Devontae Parker and Hunter Henry are your top targets in 2023. And then on the one end around with whoever number 11 is on the Patriots, finally, some offense, an end around, 40-yard run. What Devontae Parker dumbass do? He's celebrating a touchdown. These are five guys to block him in front of him. And he's like, yeah, touchdown. And there's like five dudes to go block. What the hell was I watching last night? Yesterday. It was, honestly, I turned it off. I was like, I can't watch this no more. I'm not going to waste my time. I switched from exclusively I had one screen on Patriots Chargers. I was like, you know what? I got a red zone this thing, dude. I can't. (laughs) I'm just wasting my time here, dude. I'm just wasting my time here. And the Patriots had multiple opportunities to drive the ball down, and they were doing it. They would get, you know, 40 yards out of their own side of the field, get towards midfield, and then sack, 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 sack. If you don't tell me, if you don't tell me, that's the ultimate sign of tanking. I don't know what it is because you're moving the ball. Well, But then as soon as you get to the midfield, you're like, ah, let's get sacked. Who ah, needs to get let's, sacked? Uh, Mack, get sacked? Hey, yo. Here's another interesting topic. Then you bring that up because I thought about this yesterday. 
salary cap hell coming up towards the Chargers, right? We're just assuming they're going to cut Keaton Allen. We're assuming they're going to cut Khalil Mack because these are big contracts. At this point, would you rather have Khalil Mack than, yeah, Joey, than Bosa? Joey Bosa? No doubt. I mean, Joey Bosa can't stay healthy. And Khalil Mack, I don't care how many – what's his total sack number this year? Like I mean – 15 or 16. Yeah, yeah. which – and he, I don't know where he is. He might be leading the league because of that – He is. Not, I mean, dude, one game, six sacks, that changes – that changes the stats. two yesterday. Yeah, but I'm not saying that he's not having a good year. I'm just saying that one game, like, is so ridiculous. To have six sacks in one game is, is crazy. Um, but I'd rather have Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is showing me more consistently than Joey Bosa, who can't stay healthy. Mm, you know, I was looking at the numbers yesterday because I didn't get to see the whole game. Herbert, 212 <laughs> yards passing, goal. no touchdowns, no interceptions. Austin Eckler, for all the talk about Austin Eckler getting paid, 14 carries, 18 yards. His longest run yesterday was four yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I when I looked at the, the way the Chargers won, because there was like a third and eight, and New England was trying to get the ball back. And Herbert made a great throw to a kid named Alex Erickson. Did anybody here ever hear of Alex Erickson? Signed him off the practice squad. They said during the during the show, during yeah. the game, just signed him off the practice squad. Right. Only seventh, you know, seventh year player out of Wisconsin. I had no idea who, who he was. And on the other side, just real quick on New England, they finally decided that we got to go with another quarterback. So they used this kid, Bailey Zappi, who they who they used last year on purpose. In a, on purpose. In a, a backup role. Maybe they did. Ezekiel Elliott was like, well, I'm going to go to, you know, New England and play for Bill Belichick and maybe I'll revive my career. 17 carries, 52 yards. I mean, this guy's just just getting beat up for no reason. He was I mean, their most dependable player. Yeah. Again, I watched every play of that game. Yeah. I kept watching because I thought the Chargers were going to lose because it was six to nothing. And Alex is right. New England would make a play every now and then, 40 yards. You go, uh-oh. Because I think they made one play under four minutes where it was like a 40-yard play. And they were in, they were in like the, at the 30. And I was like, oh, God, David has scored a touchdown. And the Chargers going to be their score touchdown. Sack. 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 Game yeah. over. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, Juju Smith-Schuster, that guy, um, I think a team like Kansas City could use so a player well. like that. There you go. He can't, Let him he, go. He was good Dude. for them. Oh, oh, by the way, and Austin Eckler. Only Austin Eckler point real quick. Bro, you can't talk like you was talking and then show up like this. It ain't that they ain't blocking for you. There are holes there. You just you going down first guy touch you. He ain't playing the same. So he had I don't a bad know. drop. He did a really bad drop yesterday too. I know it was really hard. Really, really bad. Really uh, bad. Quentin, Quentin Johnson had another like epic leap. He dropped the same ball drop three times. Quentin Johnson mm-hmm. dropped the he same it ball three times. Three times. <laughs> caught it. Whoop through the hands. Yeah. Caught it again. Whoop through the hands. Yeah. Caught it again. Boop. Out of bounds. Right. Mm-hmm. So so a total defensive game. <laughs> when you look at the numbers, because that's what I was kind of doing. Uh, Alex, put it up on the screen for everybody. Because actually the Patriots ran more plays than the Chargers, but they had 100 fewer yards passing. They had over 100 more yards rushing. As Alex points out, neither team had one play. Neither team had one play in the red zone. And it wasn't like a terribly, uh, you know, game with a lot of penalties the the officiating in the nfl right now is so bad they call too many penalties and they don't call enough penalties at the same time you understand what i'm saying like they over call penalties that shouldn't be calls and then they don't call penalties that absolutely should be called the officiating is so bad Mm -hmm. 
And these referees who are all in the gym pumping up their guns because they're going to be seen on yeah. TV. Bro, the game is not about you telling your grandchildren to sit down and watch because grandpa's going to be on TV as the referee. They're so yeah, it's mad. approaching it's approaching baseball territory, dude. It's approaching baseball umpires and how terrible they are. And how there's there's if I know your name and you're a ref, you're a bad ref. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a fact. Like if you if I know your name, and if I if I know your name as an umpire, as an NBA official, as a if if we know your name, you're a bad. You are bad at your job. <laughs> and and or you're and last, or you're hurting our games. Yeah. Last night, listen. I know that all games balance out, but to call that roughing the passer or unnecessary roughness on Mahomes, and then a play later, this dude is draped all yeah, over Marquez Valdez Scanling, and you're not gonna call that. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And Make that it. that Cowboys Seahawks Thursday night game, bad too. Was 200 and 300 was it almost 300 yards of penalties 22 total penalties like what are we uncle doing i was over it uncle i was over it man i don't oh, know uncle al, can you text uncle al and make yeah. sure he's okay because he's got Patriots steelers on thursday uh, night oh man and it's, they flex out of that man and Jeez. it's kenny pickett yeah uh, is out it's yeah. gonna be mitch trubisky, trubisky. against bailey wow. zappy bro uncle uncle point, big al is not accustomed to calling triple a football games at some <laughs> point the nfl needs to have could they make enough money we all know this there needs to be a booth referee at every single game that looks at the replay before every single game. And if a and if a play is in question, whether it be pass interference at, at of that magnitude, that guy should be able to stop the game and say, "Hey, you guys missed this one. This is a pass interference." The idea that you cannot challenge that when it's that blatant all around the stadium—that's just not. But that's not good for the sport. Here's what's wild, though, dude. You. And this is like becoming blatantly terrible television. And listen, shout out Mike Carey if you're listening. I know you've been on the show before. He was bad on TV, right? Mm-hmm. He was very bad on TV as a rules. Well, which game? Which game? Expert. Yeah, as a no, rules analyst. Yeah, as a rules analyst. Back when he was doing it, he's not. Yeah, on yeah. Anymore. Okay. Yesterday, there was a, a spirit. What, what game was Spiro Dir- Spiro Didi's calling? Uh, wasn't it the Charger game? There you go. Mm-hmm. And th- that's why I remember. There was a play that was a tipped ball. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. So the, yeah, I remember so that. The, so and they called PI, but the rule in oh, football yeah, is yeah. if it's a tip, you can't have it. PI. It's a free for all. You could do it. Right. You could basically murder the guy to get mm-hmm. the ball, right? So they replay <laughs> Jeez, it. So violent. You, you could re. So they replay it. Staley challenges it, and it's obvious that it obvious. was tipped. Like obvious. it was obvious that it was tipped. The, the, the flag should have been picked up. The flag should have been picked up, and the refs still don't reverse it. They said no clear, no clear tip. Call stands. Blah blah blah. Gene Steratore <laughs> comes on the broadcast, and I know his name. Bad ref. He comes <laughs> on the broadcast, and he's like, "The officials nailed it. They did everything perfect. It was beautiful." Blah blah blah. He's like complimenting the refs, and Spiro and Adam Archuleta are like, "Gene, are you dumb?" Like mm-hmm. the, literally, they went after him. Like Gene, they got it wrong. Like so, so you got broadcasters tip. disagreeing with your rules expert. So like Browner, if you want rules experts to be like the sky judge, th- they're gonna suck too. I don't know what these dudes are seeing. Like I, I just I, don't get it. Now, in his defense, he did say he misspoke, and that they did they got the call wrong because he did come back 
and he was absolutely apologetic and he said to announce you guys are correct they got this call wrong the ball clearly tipped his finger so he did come back he just said he misspoke but there's because the producers told him dog you wrong like yeah yeah they, they, <laughs> they said it is your dog you yeah. wrong you wrong you have to do this. Wrong, something dog. has to be done because these plays like the chiefs had a chance to win that game and it was taken from them by a call not made so like look at this yeah i mean this was ridiculous i mean the the calls that they made in this the game and this is such a pass interference and the fact <laughs> that nobody calls this not one you got, guy. you got like 12 referees on the field and not one of them saw it. Not one saw it. And then this one right here, we're watching this where Patrick Mahomes is he's, going to the sideline. And this dude, right. when I saw now, this, I was like, ooh, because that looked like, right. dude, that looked like Drew Bledsoe and how he got knocked out. I was like, dude, that's that's the face of the league right there. That, you, that's, that's a, a penalty. That's dude. a flag. He's in bounds. What are you talking that's about? That's a flag. Come on, man. That's a See? flag. See? You're the That's problem. why nobody knows. Nobody that's knows. A flag. Well, let me problem. ask you guys this. So it's back to judge. the Chargers. Yeah. Back to the Chargers Patriots for a second. So, you know, I, I find um, Brandon Staley, the coach of the Patriots, I like to call him Lil BS. I love his post-game press conference. What did I say? Patriots. Sorry. Um, I like to to watch his post-game press conferences. Did mm -hmm. did did he have a different tone this week? Because he's so happy because they last won? Week, so I told you last week that you missed his change of tone. He was clearly mm -hmm. coached into stop mm -hmm. yelling at everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so he was asked, I think I left a question, but he was asked like, hey, this was like a, much needed win for you guys, right? Did you feel like you guys needed this win today? Uh, whatever that that you know, uh, whatever that level is, probably the highest. You know, uh, ten out of ten is is probably how I would explain it. Um, had a good week of practice. Knew there was going to be a tough game. That's a good defensive group over there. You know, Bill, Steve, that group, they do a great job coaching on defense. They've got a lot of good players on defense, and they play together well. So it was just a tough game. You know, it was a defensive game, and, um, you know, our guys were able to make one play at the end to seal it, and that's what we needed to do on offense. Uh, we took care of the ball today. You know, there was no turnovers. There were no sacks, and we made a big play there at the end to finish it. You know, I was talking to – that uh, smile? Yeah, I saw that smile. A little BS mm -hmm. looks like, you know, nice. that's a nice, pleasant smile to see. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a Rams executive yesterday before the game, before the Rams-Browns game. Don't want to say any names. And um, we were watching the Chargers and the Patriots up on the Jumbotron, like I said. And he was actually telling me he was kind of rooting uh, for the Chargers to lose because he had been told that um, if they lose, Staley's being fired immediately. Oh. You know, And so he was kind of like saying, hey, look, you know, if we win, if we're the Rams and we win, we beat the Browns, we're all of a sudden back in the playoff race. And that's going to be our storyline. We're back in the playoff race. On the other hand, if the Chargers lose, they're going to fire their coach and they're going to be, not only are they out of it, which are already out of it. He's like, but not only they'll be out of it, but they'll also be in the middle of like a whole controversy. He's like, so I want our good news is that we're almost into the playoff race and their bad news to be they're out and they just fired their coach. And I thought, well, now, isn't that interesting? I thought that was an interesting thing to tell me because he knows me and he knows I got a big mouth. And you also posted pictures with Rams executives so we could put two and two together. Well, I'm not mm. saying which Rams executive said it to me. Don't matter. Sure. Don't matter. No, I'm not saying Don't either. Don't matter. Don't matter. But our, listen, matter. our viewers, our, the great friends are smart, man. Okay. We could put Don't two matter. and two together. We, we got smart, we got smart listeners. Yeah. We got smart listeners. You know, okay. they graduated elementary school. Yeah. Hey, they can, they can be smarter if they use these Mushroom Life products. Brown, are you ready to go today? Are you, are yeah, you, listen, you I'm, said you were using the immunity shield. Yeah. And dude, you probably should have started that earlier. Immunity shield don't make you invincible. 
Well, okay. you said you have a cold now. Uh, I got something else. Immunity so Shield can't, can't fight off four kids. Yeah. That's what right. else you got? What do you got today, Browner? What? Well, you said you got something else. What do you got? I don't know what it is. I'm working. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm getting better. I'm loosening up. I'm loosening up. Okay. I'm loosening up. Uh, mushroomlife.com. That's L-Y-F-E. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. If you buy $50 worth of Mushroom Life products, Brett Weiss, the owner up in Carlsbad, he sends you an additional $50 worth of products because he wants you to try them. And this is all part of their Christmas sale, you know? So they told me, they're like, dude, let's keep that going because that's that's crushing it. So whether you're looking for anything, if you take pills for sleep, erectile dysfunction, mood, uh, energy, if you take prescription pills for any of that stuff, there is a plant-based medication that will serve you just as well, or at least we think. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends or hit that QR code. All right, so much more to get to. Stick around. Hey, great friends. What's cooking? It is Monday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. If you're just getting with us, we got deep into the college football controversy early. We'll get back to it, by the way, at the top of the hour for those of you listening on radio. Uh, we've been into general NFL and the weekend and storylines. We got into the Chargers and the Patriots in the last segment. In this segment, I want to get into the Rams and their win and what it means for them. Uh, Alex, you mentioned earlier in the show the biggest story coming out of the NFL weekend is Big Dom with the Philadelphia Eagles. I want to get into Big Dom. Yeah. And um, and also our picks, which, um, you know, listen, if you're following our picks, some are pretty good, some are Winning. pretty bad. You, you, need to know who to, you need to know who to follow is what I'm getting. Mm -hmm. So we'll get to all of that. Also, we didn't even uh, – the we didn't get to the college football – the, the local bowl game and the drama you know with that one. L let's start really quickly with that. Let's just do a real quick look because as much as we talked about the college football stuff earlier, we didn't really look at the bowl schedule so that as everybody's feeling bad for Florida state or Georgia, you know, or whatever, where will they go? What will happen? Let's, let's just take a quick look at that. Start off with, with go ahead, Alex, take us, take us uh, here. So yeah. your college football playoff uh, one versus four, Michigan, Alabama, new year's day, two o'clock kickoff at the Rose bowl. And then, wow. yeah, that's the day game. And then uh, the number three versus number two, Washington. Uh, they are headed to New Orleans at the Super the Superdome mm -hmm. uh, for a 545 kickoff against Texas. And what, what's the date on these two games? Both January 1st, Monday. Okay, so New Year's Day is the final four of college football, and it's at the Rose Bowl, and it's at the, the – um, in New Orleans, what are they? I can't even remember the name of it. Super Bowl? Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl. Thank you. So, okay. I know my kids are all like, hey, dad, can we go to the Rose Bowl? And I'm like, no, no, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Mammoth that day. And the championship game <laughs> is uh, in Houston this year. Championship game is in Houston. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Back so now, damn, Houston, NRG or. Yeah, NRG. Yeah, NRG, yeah. Now you said the local controversy. So the Holiday Bowl. This mm -hmm. is a somewhat interesting oh matchup. Let's let's get to this. So because Florida State got screwed, I'll just annexed. They got annexed. The, uh, the 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 reports were USC Clemson. That was going to be your Ooh. your holiday bowl. Okay, that's a money getter. But, but because ACC got screwed out of the championship, so now it's Florida State versus Georgia in the Orange Bowl. Which, by the way, listen. Mm. If you're Georgia and Florida State, you know, you, you've got something to say. You've got a statement to make. 
I'm not Maybe sure Georgia can make the statement with a big win against Florida State because they're down to their third string quarterback. But I do know this. But number two will be back by the time that game is played. Number two allegedly. The number, number two is the backup, backup quarterback. The backup, backup quarterback. should They're be second good string. to go. Yeah, okay. should be good to go. But I'll tell you right now, if you're Florida State, you have something to say, and you've got the perfect opponent to say it against. Because most of us still think that Georgia is like a top four team in terms of here's the wild here's the wild thing about what they did, and Browner referenced it. Georgia's number six. So mm-hmm. you're so the committee is telling the country, Florida State is not good enough to beat Alabama. They're not. They're not good enough to beat Alabama, but they're better than Georgia. Doesn't make any sense. It, they're they're only ranked ahead of Georgia because they're undefeated, and, and they're like, well, we could have made them six. They probably yeah. should have made them six. But regardless, Georgia, Florida yeah. State, the Orange Bowl, that's an amazing game. Sure. And if you're Florida State, go win that thing, and then yeah. you tell you tell the country, oh, we're undefeated, so yeah. we're champions. Right. Right. Do what um, UCF did. UC- a few yeah. Years right. 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 UCF uh, card. Okay. So the drama yesterday was at um, what's that Costera in Shelter Island or whatever holiday, whatever island is over where Costera is at, they were going to do the official holiday bowl announcement. And the live stream kicked off at, I believe, either 1220 or 1. I'm trying to remember exactly. Because I was was like, oh, let me tune in and see who's going to be in the bowl game. Mm -hmm. There was like a 90-minute delay because Mark Neville is in wherever the ACC's offices is. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we don't know who's available. We don't know if Clemson is available. We don't know if Louisville is available. Can we get Notre Dame for the holiday bowl? Like, so there was mad, mad chaos. As soon as Florida State got kicked out of the playoff, it was scramble mode, like full on for like 90 minutes. There was every bowl game they, is trying to scramble. They were, yeah, they were live streaming the podium, and it was a gorgeous day in San Diego. The backdrop of downtown, mm-hmm. and you were just staring at a podium front. for 90 minutes. With I think it's called nothing. Shelter Island. Shelter Island. Yep. So they decided finally, it's going to be USC versus Louisville. Yeah, that game sucks. No disrespect to my friend Mark Neville, okay? Um, and no disrespect to the Holiday Bowl. The reason, and put it back up on the screen for a second. Louisville this is a very nice traveled, little picture. You know, what, you know what the problem is with this game? Well, first Caleb of all, Williams you know, not playing. Well, uh, number one, I doubt Caleb Williams will play. No, it's already official. He already said he's not. Yeah, he he said he's didn't not. know that, okay? Yeah. So he's no not going to play. Man. No thanks on the number one pick on that guy. No. And after, and after what I watched between Louisville and Florida State, I don't think Louisville's very good. Mm-mm. You know, and it's certainly not exciting. They're certainly not high flying. They they don't have any offense to speak of. Florida so, State's defense is really good, though, and we all know USC's defense is awful. Yeah. So look, here's the thing. Um, Louisville will bring people. No, mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind, Louisville will bring people. Um, USC, maybe they may bring some people because it's close by. The drive down. But you know, without Caleb Williams, there's no sexiness to USC. What? Uh, I mean, I do like wanna, the story. I do like the story of how Miller Moss. Listen, I don't know who Miller Moss is, but I'll tell you this. USC going across town to UCLA and getting UCLA's defensive coordinator, who's Anthony Lynn's son. Browner, this is your cousin. Shout out. Uh, I know that. To, to go Why get. publicize my business? To go get the UCLA defensive That's coordinator family. and bring him to USC and do it before the bowl games. I think that was a really impressive move. By Lincoln Riley and USA. I mean, you just throw money at the guy, of course. Did you still keep Chip Kelly? I didn't even. Yeah, I haven't heard any report of him. The according to reports, the head booster. I can't remember this guy. Casey Wasserman. Yes, yes. Look at you. Mm -hmm. He says, "Don't do it." Right, right. Casey Wasserman pretty much told Martin Jarman, the the athletic director, he's like, "We're not firing Chip Kelly." Because, right. Because what are we going to do? We're going to go into this new conference with some new coach. No, no. Keep the consistency of your head coach. 
So it's not happening because the boot, the head booster was like, nah, bro. Yeah. You go, we're gonna keep this powder dry. Right. right. You like my yeah. name on those buildings? Yeah. Right. You want to keep them? Way. Yeah. So here's the thing. So so now um USC, Louisville, on the surface with name brand, it's it's okay. Um, Petco Park, cool. No Caleb Williams. I hadn't heard that report until you guys yeah. just told me, which it doesn't surprise Lincoln me. Lincoln Riley confirmed it. Yeah. So okay, listen. Um, what's the date on the row? Ain't it? What's what's the date on the holiday bowl? It's a Wednesday, December twenty seventh. Yeah, Caleb Williams played last year in the Cotton Bowl. He just got hurt. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah he was uh, hurt in the Pac twelve championship. Like I remember because I was there, and yeah. he was limping around that game. Yeah. yeah. My daughter has already hit me up for, and I don't know what the name of the bowl game is. Um, she says that Boise State is playing UCLA, maybe at the LA Bowl. At the LA Bowl, at SoFi, and that's an early one. That's like December sixteenth, which sounds like a Saturday night to me. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. So she's already hit me up for that game. She pulled the Hay King on me. Uh -oh. Yeah. Um, so your, your New Year's Six Bowl games, mm -hmm. Oregon versus Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, my God. Liberty is in the Fiesta Bowl? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And Oregon is playing against – listen, when USC last year played against Tulane, that's one thing. But this is like Michigan-Appalachian State. This is bad again. That's this terrible. Is, this, is, this is bad. They want conference USA. Show some respect. I don't. I, I don't. Yeah. Dude. All right. Okay. Keep going. Let me hear the rest of these bowl games because I want to hear where SMU goes. Go Knicks. Don't play. I'm giving you the New Year's Six bowl games of the okay. the Peach Bowl. Ole mm -hmm. Miss versus Penn State. Okay. The Man. Orange Bowl. I already told you. Florida State versus Georgia. Mm -hmm. And the Cotton Bowl. Missouri versus Ohio State. Those are okay. the big ones. Who'd you ask oh. for? I was asking for SMU because they won the AAC. So I don't know where they go. They're going to the Fenway Bowl, and they're going to be taking on Boston College. Okay. That'll look right. cool. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. it'll look cool like the Holiday Bowl will look cool. You yeah. know, we should get we should get Mark Neville on. You want to get Mark on? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to that game. For okay. we, should get, we should get Mark to kick down some tickets for that game, bro. Mark's a great guy. In fact, um, I saw Mark. Um, where were we? Oh, JMU we, made a bowl game. Did yeah. they allow them to? Yeah, who's James Madison playing? Where are they playing? Uh, they're going to the Armed Forces Bowl mm -hmm. against Air Force. Okay. I mean, at some point, you need bodies for these bowl games. Right, that's right. Because there's so many of them. Yep. Yeah. That's true. And so many hey, teams didn't qualify this year, so. Let, let me go back to some NFL here for one second, though. Um, and before I do, I just want to give a quick shout-out to my guy, Gary Cooper. 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty Services. I know for so many people, you keep reading about how San Diego is the most expensive place to live in the country. Um, and home ownership, so many people want to achieve home ownership, but it's so hard to do that here. You know, and I like I have a son who's graduating from college this upcoming weekend, and he's like, Dad, I want to come home to San Diego, but I don't know how I'll ever afford a house. You know, the reason people have such a hard time, I you know, with the, the idea of how will they afford a house is how am I going to put down the down payment? How will I save enough money to do that? And I will just tell you this: there are programs in place to uh, have you be able to buy your first home with very little down payment. Some, but not a lot. And so um, I've told the story a million times about great friends who are moving from Imperial Beach up to Menifee because the house is so much cheaper in Menifee. And now I see their social media videos as they're driving through the neighborhood as it's sprouting out of the ground. So if you're willing to be a little bit flexible there are, with where you're going to live, there are programs out there for people for first-time home ownership. 858-376-1299 for our guy, Gary Cooper, 
at Mountain Trust Realty Services. And those of you that are watching, you can click on the QR code. All right, back to the NFL here for a second. Alex, you said it a few weeks ago. The Rams are spicy. That was your description. I will tell you this right now. I don't know if the Rams are going to make the playoffs or they're not going to make the playoffs. We can look at the rest of their schedule, which I think is somewhat favorable, except maybe with the Ravens coming up. But I'll tell you this. Um, this may be Sean McVay's best coaching job of his entire career, in my opinion. I mean, when you I win a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl. No, no, but what, yeah, but hold on. When you won the Super Bowl, let me ask you something. You had Stafford in his first year with the team. Mm-hmm. You had Cooper Cup as, you know, had the best year of, of any receiver maybe of all time. Mm-hmm. You had Aaron Donald at the absolute height of who he was or and still is. But I mean, he was that was his prime. And mm-hmm. and the Jaylen fact is, Ramsey, right. You had Jalen Ramsey. You went out and got Odell Miller. You got Odell back. You, they loaded up to win that Super Bowl. The Rams don't have that roster or anything that even looks like that roster. They've got the quarterback. Cooper Cup's no longer the player he was back then. Aaron Donald is by himself, essentially, on that defense. Like Khalil Mack. So, <laughs> yeah, kind of. So, um, so, so, to me, all I'm getting at is, is that when you have this roster, veteran quarterback, veteran receiver, rookie receiver who's taken the league by storm, second-year running back who's a fifth-round draft choice, uh, a defense that the only name you can come up with is Aaron Donald. This is an amazing coaching job by Sean McVay. And look, beating Arizona the week before doesn't do much for me. And Cleveland, here's the reality. Come on, with Joe Flacco, come on. Here's here's the reality. They're using their fourth quarterback. Flacco hasn't played since last year. Um, their proximity top, alert, people. Proximity alert. Their top, their top running or their top defensive player is certainly not the player because he got hurt last week. And mm-hmm. so he's got a shoulder problem. So Cleveland has got their fair share of issues now. But give credit to the Rams. It was a 20 to 19 game. All Cleveland has to do is kick the extra point. It's a 20-20 game. The kid misses the extra point, completely demoralized him. Okay. Um, the Rams take an eight-point lead, and now Flacco's in desperation mode. He throws a terrible deep ball interception. And then it just, it just, you know, avalanches from there, which is why the score looked so crazy. But the Rams are in it. I mean, the Browns are still in it, but they're the not. The Bears are still they're, in, they're it. What in it. What's in it? What's in it? Describe well, in it. Six and six. Okay. And, and so here, let Alex, take us through the standings in the NFC. Go ahead. Yeah. So you got four very good record wise teams the eagles 10 and 2 the niners 9 and 3 the lions 9 and 3 um unfortunately for dallas they're in the same conference as the division same as the division, eagles yeah. mm-hmm. so they're 9 and 3 and then you got the falcons leading the trash of the nfc south <laughs> at 6 and 6 but then you have a bunch oh of teams at 6 God. and 6 the vikings are 6 and 6 the packers disgusting. are now 6 and 6 the rams are 6 and 6 and the seahawks are 6 and 6 so you got a bunch of mediocre teams that mm-hmm. the rams could easily take over if you're looking at the seahawks they're on a downtrend the rams beat them twice the Vikings, yep. they're on a downtrend. Who's their starting quarterback? They lost two yeah. in a row. So I just think that the Rams have a very good chance to make a playoff push. Here's here's what the Rams have left. They're at Baltimore. I would chalk that up to a loss. They're home against yeah. Washington. I would chalk that up to a win. Yeah. They're home against the Saints. And assuming Stafford's healthy, I'll chalk that up to a win. New Year's Eve, they're on the road at New I'm York. I was saying about the Saints, but okay. I'll just chalk it up to a win for right now. Okay. You're on the road at New York, the Giants on New Year's That's Eve. I, I could chalk that up to a win, That's and then you're gonna you're gonna be home against San Francisco, and you're gonna lose that game. So what well, I'm getting at is the Niners is that, could have locked up the 
anything by then. That is Sam absolutely Donald, true. Listen, Sam Donald and that offense will look no different. Okay, but but there might be a bunch of guys missing that game in theory. Here's what I'm saying is that it's probably uh, with five games to go, you're probably looking at like three and two. I wouldn't say that. I think nine wins get you in. Because Stafford gets hurt too much. Stafford well, gets hurt too much. If that happens, then you know Carson All Wentz comes in and you get a chance to prove that he's the number now, you know, Carson Wentz top come five in, quarterback. Baby, we might, you might run the table. It don't what matter. Is, System, baby. Right. That's what I'm saying. You put Carson Wentz in, you might run the table. What, what did Stafford say after the game? What, let's, let's, well, uh, in the last three games, he's only been sacked one time. Mm-hmm. And he gave. You wanted to give a shout-out to his O-line that have been playing mm-hmm. out of their mind. To protect you today. Thank you. I was going to say something if nobody asked me. I mean, my guys were balling today, so I was so fired up. I mean, that's a hell of a rush. Um, they were bringing pressures. They were rushing four. They were doing all sorts of stuff to us. And our guys, to, uh, to step up there and, and protect the way they did today um, was amazing. And then be able to really lean on them in the fourth quarter, too, and run the rock when we needed to. You know, a couple times Kyron got downhill, and we were able to, you know, ice the game that way. So... Um, so proud of those guys. Uh, it shows up the way they work, the way they go about their business every single day. Um, you know, I thought we had a great plan, but um, shoot, we threw the rock. We weren't, you know, we weren't sitting there, uh, you know, just protecting those guys up front. We were just saying, let's go play our game and, and uh, have a lot of confidence in those guys and proud of the way they played. I'll be bomb dinner tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So while that game was going on yesterday, did you run into Ram- LeBron? I did not run into LeBron. Was he at the game? Okay. Yeah. I didn't see him. Like, I, I, you know, when you're at the game, you don't see anything. When you're he watching on TV, e-mate. it's so much better. He was ducking email. That's why you ain't seen him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was was LeBron rocking Browns gear yesterday? That's a great question. I didn't even pay attention. I just saw he was at the game because he kept tweeting about it. Oh, game. really? Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to take a picture with LeBron yesterday. Yeah, that's a shame. I did with everybody else, though. No, he was in a white sweatsuit. Mm-hmm. No, doesn't look like. Nobody cares who's at football games anymore unless you're Taylor Swift. And even last night, like, uh, NBC toned it down, you know? Yeah. Oh, hey, what's up, King? Oh, damn. I wonder what suite he was in. I wonder if we were nearby. What's up, King? Looking comfortable, bro. Looking comfortable. Yeah. It's nice to be that rich, boy. Yeah. You got a Um, lot of money. Hey, listen. It's preseason, man. Ain't no stress. Let me do this. Let me... um, Let me get to the highlight of the day because this is another football story we haven't gotten to. You said it was the story of the weekend. Let's make it our highlight of the day. What do you say? I guess I was going to do something else, but sure. All right. Well, we'll do it's that. time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. All right. Highlight of the day brought to you by Tori Holistics. Promo code amazing. What does that mean? It means that when you spend a minimum of $75 at Tori in California Holistics and use a promo code amazing online in store, checkout delivery. However, you get 20% off your purchase just for you, the great friends. Promo code amazing. Uh, yeah. Storyline of the day of week 13 is obviously Big Dom uh, because was it Dre Green, Dre Greenlaw uh, got a little, a, little, a little kerfuffle on the sideline and a Big Dom. Special advisor to the general manager, head of security for the Philadelphia Eagles, stepped in to protect his boys. And uh, Dre Greenlaw did not like being touched by Big Dom. So I don't know if this was a punch. I don't know if this was a gesture that just happened to touch his face. Um, what do you guys think there, though? Well, first, of first, here's what I think. Um, you know, look, you, you, you're always trying to make sure that you, you break things up. You know, you don't want you don't need a sideline fight. Um, but Big Dom's right in the middle of it. And then who's the linebacker? Right is it, is it Greenlaw? Greenlaw? And he's got his hand on Greenlaw. 
And Greenlaw is like, yo, man, don't keep making out. But Greenlaw yeah, wiping his nose, man. That wasn't thing, nothing, nothing no, it, was, it isn't anything, but Greenlaw should know better. I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, that man it, knows. It, it's against uniformed personnel, man. Not not guys on the coaches on the side. It looked like he was doing like the like the gun gesture. He just happened yeah. to graze his mustache area. Big Dom got tossed. Yeah, this is Dom got tossed. I wonder big how Dom, big Big, big Dom, Dom is. A, how old Big global, Dom is. Yeah, he's a legend now. He's a legend across America right now. He ain't never got to pay for nothing in Philly no more. He was ready to fist fight mm-hmm. like you clowns in the stands. He's ready to throw hands against the 49ers at the scoreboard was looking bad too. So somebody wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. I uh, This was dumb. It was dumb on both sides. But the dude just went in to break it up. He worked security for the team. He didn't do anything malicious. He was just trying to separate the guys while the referees were getting there. And, and Greenlaw took it way further than it had to be. He got ejected. That they ejected Big Dom. Big Dom got way more out of it than Greenlaw will. That check that he finna get out of his pocket gonna hurt way worse than it should. Shout out to Big Dom. We're just stand up, bro. Yeah. By the way, this is what the Niners do. This is they're, they're like these fake tough guys, dude. Remember they tried to do this to a kicker before a game last year, correct? Like, where they like start correct. surrounding the kicker, right. And they got into like two scuffles this year already pregame. This is what the Niners do. They're fake tough guys, but we all seen they can get bullied just like anybody else. Just don't mm-hmm. be scared of them. The Vikings beat them this year. They're not that good of a team. Just, I feel like everybody just gets scared of these guys. And well, they're just not that team. Hit them. Well, I mean, most hit people them. think they are the best team. Most people think they're the best team in the NFC. I mean, in what they did yesterday, the statement they made Offensively, yesterday against Philadelphia. Yes. Offensively, yeah. I'm talking about defensively. You, right. can get, you can get it on the Niners. Because they didn't have it. nobody out, and they were going to score it all. Ugh. All right, listen. Nothing wrong with my throat. Get out of here. All right, Grande, you said that you had something else for highlight of the day. Here's what I'm going to tell everybody. For those of you that are radio listeners, coming up, we're going to go back into some college football. We're going to jump back into a bunch of NFL. And I think that we're even going to talk about the issue of Christmas trees, which I, I think is an important issue for everybody. Let's talk about that. Uh, for everybody who's watching on podcast and listening on podcast, let's all go get uncensored. Let's go get uncensored together right now. All right, everybody, time to get uncensored around here on Kaplan and Crew. Alex, you said I, I asked you for the highlight of the day, mm-hmm. and I asked it to be Big Dom because we hadn't really finished that story off, but you said you had something else planned for highlight of the day. What, what did you have planned? Uh, well, we started the show about talking about the disrespect to Florida State and mm-hmm. how Sam, I'm used to it, San Diego State gets no respect. I mean, Duke, they got three losses in college basketball, and they're still ranked way higher than San Diego State. Turns out San Diego State was voted back into the top 25. Um, awesome. My highlight of the day was what happened Friday night at the UCSD game. Did you catch that? No, um, I, I've got nothing on uh, San Diego State, UCSD. As a matter of fact, what's the kid's name who was with San Diego State last year who transferred to Arizona? What was Kishad that kid? Johnson. Dude, you guys see he's doing pretty well at Arizona. Good. Um, it's Yeah. No, I, that's he had, what he's going there for, to become a pro. He's, he went to yeah. Kislake. Play on the wing. Shoot some jump shots, man. Yeah, but I saw him put down some monster dunk, and I was like, "Wow, there's that former Aztec kid." Okay, <laughs> he was doing that oh. here though. I yeah. well, Browner. Browner says there's a pro on this team, and his name's Jaden Ladee. Yeah, that's and a lot Jayden of people on this team. saved the season because this is exactly why San Diego State is done playing these games. They were losing to UCSD with seven seconds to go in the game. You're shitting and me. Jaden Ladee <laughs> saved them, dude. Swear to God, they were down by one, and Ladie with the rebound and the putback for man, the game winner. Man. Boom. 
Yeah. San Diego State was trailing UCSD with seven seconds to go, and it took a miracle. And you wonder why they're not highly no ranked. There was no miracle. That was a man amongst boys. This is what I'm telling y'all. This dude, this dude will be a lottery pick. That was a man in there. I understand, but come man. on, but, but Browner, come on. I mean, being in that position is ridiculous, isn't it? Well, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, absolutely. but that's why they're done playing these games. Correct. You know, and you, it's better to win that game than to lose that game. Yeah, oh, but they you lose that gonna, game. They're kiss tw- top twenty-five goodbye forever. Tell you what, though, n- later in the year, I'm just making a prediction. It will come back to bite them that they only won by two points. Nah, nah. Yeah, it goes down you. in the books as a win. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just giving you my prediction. Well, listen, hey, Alex, I don't well, I'm already start... very nervous about this team in the first place because they played some close games against the teams that I thought were way inferior. So I'm a little nervous right now. <clears throat> Did you happen to see the box score on that game? I'm just curious. Um, no. You didn't? Did you watch the game? No. Okay. Me neither. They just have one guy. It's hard to win against these guys. It's hard to win these kind yeah. of games with one guy. You the said he only has one guy? With... No. Senegal State only has one guy. Okay, it's, hard to, it's, it's, it's hard to get up for games like this oh, when you only have one guy. This poor voice. Yeah. This poor voice this guy's got. Who are you looking for? Well, last name for UCSD. Who Pope. do you know? Which which kid? Yeah, Pope. I'm wondering if he uh, uh, he was their leading scorer. Well, I what, guess they had three guys score 15 points. And that he scored 15? Yeah. This kid, Pope, um, was a uh, kid who played at Torrey Pines. I mean, you coached him in Little League. No, nope, I didn't coach him mm-hmm. at all. Twin brother. He has a twin brother. The twin brother walked on at San Diego State. But the better of the two, I think his name is Bryce Pope. I think that's his name. Mm -hmm. The better of the two brothers went to UCSD. So so the the two twin brothers, one is going to walk on at San Diego State, but he's not really like, here's two twin brothers. One's really good. One's pretty good. The really good one went to UCSD where he's going to be a star. And the other one who's not as good, he's going to go to San Diego State and he's going to try and make it as a walk-on. Well, the, the brother, Bryce Pope, has had a really nice career at UCSD. And to have that kind of a game against San Diego State, a team that wouldn't even give you the time of day, that's He'll pretty transfer. impressive. Now, transfer portal next year. See you at San Diego State, brother. I don't know what his, I don't know what his uh, eligibility is left. I have no idea what, he, what the kid is. I, I don't know if he's a senior I thought, now. Or I thought this was your wheelhouse, bro. No, I don't really know. Um, I, don't, I don't know a lot. I just happen to know the name. That's all. Well, good. All hey, right. listen, good thing San Diego State won that game. Boy, I'll tell you what. Yep, and now they got uh they're heading to uh to Grand Canyon tomorrow, and that mm-hmm. feels like a trap game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got they got some games before they get to Gonzaga on the 29th, but um Grand Canyon tomorrow, mm-hmm. UC Irvine, St. Catherine, Stanford, and then Gonzaga. Oh, and Stanford's well, got another great. kid. I know. So it's not the so it's not college basketball preseason. No, these matter. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. I'm just asking. Let me ask you a question. San Diego no, State no, lose right. that game. That that don't I matter don't when know. it comes to selection Sunday. Oh, it, dude, it's if they I lose that game, they're in huge trouble. Right, right. The so Lakers lose to the Rockets on Saturday. Does that matter? No. Depends on if you fight the coach. Dude, the Lakers yeah. were god awful. They traded their entire roster in February, and they became a. They went to the Western Conference Finals. We'll talk to you about basketball in December second. Well, give dead. me thirty I'm seconds because I got to hustle. Tell me why this Udake. What's his name? Udakey. What's it? What's the guy? The Ime, coach from Ime Why did he play in the NBA? Absolutely. I don't know his career. I don't know. I took by multiple times now because this happened. Now people are playing highlights of LeBron scoring like forty against him a couple times. Uh-huh. And so, why do you say that Ime Odoka is a guy that LeBron shouldn't mess with? Because LeBron, basketball skill wise, will walk all over him. LeBron in the dark alley against Ime Udoka, it will be the other way around. Mm-hmm. Why, Ime, he ain't no that? bitch. He ain't no bitch. 
Yeah, but why hey, is LeBron hey, 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 Why hey, LeBron hey, hey, Don't be so hey, loose hey, with hey, that don't word. You use that word so loosely around Don't be so loose with that word. Stop whining like a bitch. Stop here, whining like a bitch. Show everybody the video we're talking about, because for anybody that doesn't catch what we're talking Stop about. Stop whining like a bitch. What you going to do? What you going to do? Do something about it then. Did they that's, toss them both? Yeah, yeah. Uh, though that was Ime's. Uh, did they get LeBron got tossed too? Yes. LeBron. Yeah. I don't watch what preseason. point of the game is this? This guy, man. What what point? I think, of the I think game it was. The, I think it was the second quarter. They I tossed LeBron the in the second. Come on, no way. Listen, we just, the, first of all, that's on the referee. You can't stand that close to two guys talking shit and then be so rabbit ears to start throwing guys out. They didn't really say anything. They didn't get face to face. They didn't touch each other. He just said, "Stop being a bitch." How like, about what's Dylan wrong with Brooks? That? Dylan Brooks getting in the way of LeBron going after his coach. Are you sure LeBron nah. got tossed? He played thirty-five minutes. I'm not sure he got tossed. Then it might have been in the fourth quarter. Oh no, no. So that might have been at the end of the game because I know the Lakers were winning by a lot when it happened. Oh, here's my thing. You're a coach, right? I would hope so. Like Ebay Udoka is a coach, right? Yeah. What's he doing? Well, standing how about up this? for his players? How about standing this? up for his players well, like he well, should oh, be really? doing. He was standing question. up for his players. Yeah, I have yeah. a question. Where's Darvin Ham? Where's Darvin Ham? If I was Darvin Ham, I'd be like, oh, you're calling my player a bitch? Bitch? Darvin Ham Darvin Ham's about to get fired. So That's right. a fight I want that. That's a fight I want to see. Yeah. All right, we got to go. We're back tomorrow. So much I'm love, everybody. Feel better, you two. Peace out. <laughs>